No worries, mouth. So, how was your date with Adam? <laughs> um, we're going to get to it. <laughs> we're going to get to it. And I told my mom I was going to tell the truth. Oh, you hit it. You hit it. You, hit, you, hit it. you got the T? You got the Earl Grey? They got the Earl Grey on you? <laughs> are we recording? I hope we are. <laughs> Earl Grey on you? Hmm? That's, that's how you want to speak about my lovely mother? <clears throat> no, I'm just saying. What's, what's the, you know, how, how was it? <sighs> it was a lot to process. It was a lot to process. As, as I'm getting older, my mother and I are getting closer. We've always been really close, but closer on an adult level, much more than a mother-son level. Mm-hmm. So I see a lot of things that I never saw that she hid from me. Right. And we've been to concerts together, but, you know, I went to like the Mariah Carey Heartbreaker tour with her. Yeah, that was safe. <laughs> yeah, you know. Safe there. I went to like safe concerts. Yeah, yeah. I have not gone to a concert where the theme of the concert is for the lead singer to take his shirt off. And that's what everyone anticipates throughout the show. Right, right. Okay. I wasn't aware of that. Mm-hmm. And I don't like how Adam Levine is almost 50 and looks that good. Right. It's incredible. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so I guess we can just start at the beginning. Yeah, let's do it. My mom got uh, what, what you would call, I think, like a carafe of some sorts of Chardonnay. I've never seen, you could literally buy a bottle of wine in plastic that they pour into to go to your seat so you don't have to get back up. Mm-hmm. I think by song two, it was three quarters of the way done. Mm-hmm. So I'm getting a lot of woos. Yeah, and a yeah. lot of hands up. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, my mom <laughs> don't even started, know this song. <laughs> she started to wave by herself. Yeah, Adam Levine could have got on that mic and said, I regret to inform everyone there's been a school shooting. And my yeah. mom would have been like, woo! <laughs> <laughs> he said anything, and yeah. my mom was wooing it up. Yeah, Adam Adam, Adam makes the women uh, happy. He, he definitely makes the women happy. Uh, he's, you know, he's one of those guys that the women, you know, love to go out and see and and living and living color, but I just I was taken aback that my mother fell for the where my ladies at line so easily, your like mother, with no hesitation. Your mother said right here. She yes, <laughs> and and we were right there. Yeah. We were like row five. Yeah, he could hear her say, "Yo, yo the la- the ladies are here." Yeah, I just some things you just think in your head of of your mother like. My mom would never just cave to the where where my ladies at. Mm-hmm. Like, she would need a little bit more than that. Right. Like where are my ladies that are, <clears throat> have been successful for this? Like just something to yeah. add to it. Not just yo, are you in the the are building? Yeah, yeah. Like I don't think Adam thought. All right, it's just dudes that showed up today. Mm-hmm. She fell right for it, right for it. And then at one point when he took his shirt off, she stared directly in my face, and I have the video, which I will lock away forever. Yeah. Looked at me directly in the eyes and said, "He took his shirt off." Yeah. I was like, I. <laughs> I could see that, Ma. I see that he took his shirt off. We're close enough to see his nipples. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But she had a really good time. Her friend had a really good time. Oh, it was a good ass. So she had a good time. That's, that's the main thing. She had an amazing time. I was so happy to see her happy. She she loved that shit. It's, it's nice uh, with some of the benefits and the friends that you meet along this industry, you can do cool things for your parents. Like, yeah. typically, I'm used to being able to get shorty fucking little baby tickets mm-hmm. it's nice that I could get my mom yeah. some tickets to a yeah. band that she likes and right. we could go together and she could bring her friend and we could mm-hmm. sit really close and mm-hmm. get the whole little waitress treatment at the yeah. show like yeah. it was great so thank you PJ Morton you made my mother's life <laughs> shout out to PJ man shout really, out to really good guy yeah I mean uh, <laughs> I really 
I was talking to PJ before. I was like, damn, I assume with the COVID shit, you know, we probably can't go say what up and everything. And he was like, yeah, we're literally trapped in our hotel rooms. They won't let us leave. Hmm. And then as the night progressed, I was like, probably a good idea. No, no. Great idea. I'm actually really, yo, shout great, out to COVID. Shout out to COVID. That we couldn't go backstage and, yeah, and yeah. my mother. Keep everything COVID aesthetic. Because I, I feel like Adam probably doesn't put his shirt back on no, when he's no, backstage. No, <laughs> you don't work out and leave your shirt on after you take it off. And it was, a, it was like a perfect end of summer night where he was like glistening just enough mm-hmm. for my mother to go crazy. Yeah. Neither here nor there. So I'm Neither glad you had a great there. night with Adam and Maroon 5 and, and PJ Morton and mom. I, I thought about you. I was like, I, I wanted to wait until I got the reaction live. I didn't want to ask yeah, you about it, was, it. I didn't want to text you. <clears throat> stayed till Sunday in Philly. How was it? Hop, hopped over to Made in America in the rain. Mm-hmm. Mind you, I didn't pack to go to a festival. Right. I only had like nice clothes. Well, I went to fucked up your good new balances. No, I, I went to I went to Made in America in the rain in Dior's. Oh my god! Listen, I didn't leave the fucking tent because it was raining, yeah. so they stayed completely fine. But I did feel like I was. I got there and was like, "Aren't you past forcing things?" Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. I even grabbed a drink. Like, maybe this will loosen me up, and I'll start to enjoy. I really started like, here? "What? Did Yo, you could have been on ninety five yeah. right now." Trust me, <laughs> I've had plenty nights like that where I'm like, "I forced it, never again." Yeah. Never again. But May was cool. Just the rain kind of fucked it up. Towards the end of the night, it stopped and it was cool. But it was nice to run into some people. <coughs> seeing, um, seeing all the Griselda guys. It was nice nice to see them all together. Their their performance was great. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it was it was cool. I saw some of Doja Cat set. I said, if Rory's oh. there, he's going crazy right oh, now. I was side stage, my yeah. brother. <laughs> he was going crazy? I was on the side of the stage. Yeah, yeah. She looked good. She looked good. She sounded good. Um, the crowd seemed to enjoy it. But yeah, I knew I wasn't going. I got invited to come down there, but I was like, nah, I'm cool. The weather was kind of trash. Yeah, it was, it was, it just wasn't a good, between COVID kind of running rampant again and mm-hmm. the safety rules that it required for Made in America, which did make me feel good because they they definitely like, you had to go through apps and put your fucking tests and uh, vaccine cards and all that. It was tough to get in. Mm-hmm. So that made me feel better. But between that, the rain, just people weren't really... Yeah. Into it that same way, and it was not made America's fault. It was just a weird energy at that time. That's why. That's what it is about festivals. If the weather is not up to par, and you know, it's it's hit or miss. Mm-hmm. You know, that's the that's the the great thing is if it's great weather, great time. Yeah, but shit, let's get to the nitty gritty, man. Let's get to it, the, man. The, what the, we the got? Weekend recaps are cool. Weekends are great. <clears throat> what we got? How you feeling? I've been reading some things online. Been seeing some uh, reactions to. Music and okay, you know albums. What what type of reactions? We'll start there. What type of reactions did you see off off the rip? Um, I'm gonna be honest, man. I'm seeing more more people say that they're kind of disappointed with the Drake album than I thought I would, Why and that, that was surprising surprise? to me. Why? Well, because um, well, let me say this. I think that people anticipated a different sounding album. I think people took Certified Lover Boy and anticipated a very R and B heavy album from Drake. And I think that was one of the things that people were kind of thrown off by. They thought that this was going to be a very R&B heavy album, heavy sound. Um, and it wasn't. And um, I don't know why, because Drake already addressed that he would never do like an R&B album. He addressed that years ago. He said he would never do that. So I don't know why fans are anticipating that. But that, that was one of the general kind of <clears throat> says something. Because it's such a, a weird title that you would think that all right, I'm going to call it something obscure mm-hmm. because the music is so different and great. Like not to say Drake hasn't had good album titles, mm-hmm. 
but not like none of them have been like, oh my god, what is that about? Right. Like right. No, thank me later. I wasn't like, holy shit. Yeah, let me go what, thank what him. What is about to, <laughs> what is about to happen? Let me go thank him. Yeah. Even views from the six, I was like, all right, he's about to give us probably a pretty heavy Toronto sounding album. Uh, if you're reading this, it's too late. By the time we got it, mm-hmm. it was the surprise joint. So the title made sense. It wasn't an anticipation of what it was. Mm-hmm. When I heard Certified Lover Boy four fucking years ago, or whenever he announced it, yeah, I was like, all right, if he had, if he is gonna call it this, this is about to be some shit. He knows that he's sitting on something that's kind of crazy. <clears throat> you're gonna call it Certified Lover Boy because mm-hmm. he either he's really gonna get clowned, which I know Drake doesn't give a fuck about, but mm-hmm. he's gonna get clowned for that title. So he knows he has some music that's going to shut everyone the fuck up. It's mm-hmm. one of those fucking reverse, all right, clown me. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. You're going to love everything on here. Right. So yeah, maybe everyone did yeah, buy into they, this yeah. title too much, but they should have. Um, the biggest artist in the world and call some shit certified lover boy. Well, yeah, but again, you can't take that title and just assume that this is going to be an R&B album. I didn't say that. I just think you're but sitting I think, on I think some that's different what most people, music. Yeah, I think that's what most people did. They took this title and... They kind of ran with it another way. So when they didn't get what they thought they were going to get, expectations weren't met. So some people feel disappointed. Um, but yeah, I was really surprised to see that because uh, I feel the opposite. I feel like this album was really good. I feel like minus maybe two or three tracks. Uh, I like it. I like it a lot. And it's hard for, for me, it's hard for me not to like a Drake album just because I think that Drake makes the type of music that I think I can, you can really play anywhere. You can play in the house, you can play in the car. You know what I mean? You can listen to, you know, on a flight. You could, you know. So it's hard for me not to like the album because a lot of his records have so much replay value. But minus two or three tracks on this album, I'm 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 liking it. Everything you said about Drake is what makes him a legend. <coughs> and I agree. Mm-hmm. You can listen can listen to Drake in any setting, by yourself, with women, with mm-hmm. family, parties, crib, whatever. He's great mm-hmm. at that. He's probably the best artist at that. Right. Period. In music. Mm-hmm. That does not make me like this album, though, because the caliber of in which he did it on this album does not meet his standard. Explain. I'm only here to compare Drake to Drake and nobody else. And Drake right. is in another stratosphere, so I can only do that with him. Mm-hmm. To the caliber of the music Drake makes, this was subpar to me. Subpar. To Drake. Now, if anyone else put out this album, it would be great because... Drake makes good music. Mm -hmm. It's never going to sit there and go, that is fucking the wackest thing I've ever heard in my life. Please don't ever play that again. Mm -hmm. He has a familiar voice. He's been around for a decade. We love his voice. When the shit comes on, it sounds good. I was talking with a friend of mine. I was halfway through the album. I didn't listen to it the night it came out. I waited. And she texted me and said, this is a parody album. And I said, what are you talking about? She said, this feels like a parody album to me. And I was like, all right, that's weird. And I kept that in my mind as I listened to the rest of it and I listened to it the second time. Mm -hmm. And then I texted her back and said, I completely agree with you, especially when looking in that lens in the back of your head. This feels like a Drake parody album. I know that sounds weird because Drake made it. Mm -hmm. It feels like he was trying to recreate other great Drake songs that have already happened. And they missed the mark from the great ones that already existed. It, it felt like someone else was trying to make a Drake album. Mm. And I know that may not make sense to some people, but I have said that I've had this conversation with a few people and they're like, yo, you don't need to explain it. I know exactly what you're talking about. It I felt like mean. someone was making a Drake album and they weren't Drake like yeah. because Drake has set the bar so high. That's why I'm comparing it to him in this, in this sense, because he just 
I could almost go through the whole track list and compare it to a great song that already existed that it sounded like he was trying to recreate. Mm -hmm. So to me, it felt like I don't want to use lazy because that's unfair, very unfair. But it just it, it felt like it almost felt like a Tory Lanez album, like when Tory tries to do Drake all the time. It felt like Tory picked Drake beats and tried to rap and sing like Drake, <laughs> wow. which he always used to do. And again, when Tory did it, it wasn't bad. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> and in Drake doing it here, it's not bad at all, but I can only compare him to him in that sense. It missed the mark of all the greatness that he did. And I'm one of those people that, yo, don't go, you know, the, the Hove line, if you want my old albums, mm -hmm. buy them type mm -hmm. shit. But in this sense, yeah, because you're trying to recreate the shit you already did so well. So you're saying that you don't feel like he raised the bar with this album at all? I don't think he raised the bar in his catalog at all. Okay. Is it great music? Yeah. Am I going to listen to this again? You, of course. Am you, I going to play this around other people? Of fucking course. Right. You're just saying you're ready, you're, you're, you're ready for Drake to push, push the bar higher on himself. Is what you're yes, saying. Okay. but I, all right, look at it from the <clears throat> other, other side of the coin too. Drake doesn't need to. I feel like everything Drake has been talking about the past few years has kind of been a numbers game. Mm -hmm. Number one in everything, you can't fuck with me. Mm -hmm. Your chicks listen to my music. There's literally no one on earth that can do it. Mm -hmm. So yeah, if don't fix something that's not broken, but in music, you should try to push some shit forward, especially if you're one of the greats, mm -hmm. period. This, this to me is... is like, I could see them in the studio going, all right, we loved Lord Knows. Let's try to give them You Only Live Twice and try to recreate it. Mm -hmm. Do I love that record? Of course. It's one of my favorite on there. But a lot of this shit just feels like they were trying to recreate the past. Mm. And on top of that, you're a little older. <clears throat> right. Some of that shit's probably not going to hit the same because I don't know if you're living it the same way you were before. Mm -hmm. Drake is 34. What we say was 34. Drake is 34 years old, but I think Drake is an older 34-year-old because he has lived a lot, a lot of life. Yeah, he's seen a he's, lot. He's lived a shit ton of life. <clears throat> mm -hmm. This, uh, the fucking 21-year-old Drake could have wrote this shit. I'm not asking him to give me a mature fucking album. I'm not mm -hmm. at all. Like, I'm not saying, yo, I, I, come on, give me your 444. I don't want that from him. It's not what I'm asking. But when I know the 22-year-old, 21-year-old could have wrote a lot of this outside of being number one in the entire world, yeah, I think it's a step back. I don't think it's a step forward in your career. So for you, it's the content. It's the content. It's it's the production too. 40 to me is probably in the top three or four best vocal sample pickers in hip hop ever to me. Mm -hmm. My personal taste. Mm -hmm. I feel like 40 was bored on this album. Mm. And I love the vocal. It's 40. So the beats are going to sound incredible. The mixes are going to sound incredible. The beat changes are going to sound incredible. But is, is 40 bored? Mm -hmm. It's more the same. Okay. So you're saying that you just were expecting <clears throat> a better sound as far as production, a better sound as far as content. Um, you don't feel like Drake taught you anything that he hasn't heard or told Drake, you anything that he hasn't already told you before. Drake is one of the best uh, reflectors, if you will, on in rap to me ever. Mm-hmm. As far as how he can how he can articulate real rap records of reflecting on things that have happened throughout his life, throughout the past year, current shit, and do it in such a clear way. Drake is the best at that. 
I what I didn't learn anything from this album besides he still hates Kanye. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Even the the records I run to because I I like the deeper if you will type of Drake records. Mm-hmm. I like the rap and I'm not gonna say just the time records because he's do not disturb is not a, a time record either. But those type of records is my favorite shit. On these, of course, they're great, but they haven't really evolved. Right. <clears throat> I'm never gonna, I'm never gonna tell. Well, yes, I will because I'm I'm a fan of music and unfortunately, art is to be dissected and it's to be critiqued. Mm-hmm. It just is what it is. Mm-hmm. I'm not here to be mean or disrespectful or anything like that. I'm just here to critique it. As a fan, in my opinion, shouldn't fucking matter. Because plenty of people like this shit. I would have loved to hear what the past two or three years have been with your child. Outside of, I think it's great that you and your, your girl are the great co-parents. Mm-hmm. I think that's amazing. Mm-hmm. But that line and, damn, I really wasn't expecting to have a child. I need a little bit more than that in the evolution of Drake. I've heard mm-hmm. you talk about hoes forever. You're mm-hmm. the best at talking about hoes. I've related to every hoe line you've ever said. I've mm-hmm. wanted to put it up uh, as my caption, but I have too much fucking pride to do so. <laughs> <laughs> I've almost texted, texted chicks, uh, your lyrics, but out of pride, I didn't. <clears throat> I relate to you on the, on the hoe talk, even the relationship talk, mm-hmm. the mother, father talk. I've loved that he, he does talking about your parents better than anybody too. Mm-hmm. Like I love that about Drake. I just haven't, I didn't get it at all on this album. Mm-hmm. And, and we watched so many things happen besides Kanye fucking West happen to him. Mm-hmm. And I just don't think I'd learned anything here. And that's a big thing for me with artists ask, and again, I'm not trying to sound like I'm know what the fuck it takes to create music like that. But artists, of course, ask you advice, me advice, everyone advice. Right. Usually my biggest critique to people when they, send me an album is I didn't learn anything about you. I don't know anything about you on this. I can't really but, connect to you on certain things because you didn't really tell me about yourself. But, but why do you want, why do you see? And that's, that's, that's where I think I'm different at because I really don't like, and listening to albums a lot, I really don't care if I learn about the artist or if I, the artist tells me like deep, intricate stories about themselves. Like I'm just here for like good music you know what I'm saying? Like I don't I don't dissect it to the point where I'm like, oh, he didn't tell me like what his life has been like and what is, you know, what's been going on. Like that's cool on certain tracks, you know, if you want to give us a glimpse of that. But to me, it's just entertainment. Like I don't really I don't really expect that. Now if the artist wants to give me that, okay, cool. But if they don't give me that, that doesn't mean that the album isn't good to me. So I agree with you with a lot of artists. Drake is not one of them. Drake is a very personal artist we know everything about him because he's told us mm-hmm. that's why pe- people connected to drake so much because for so much of his career he's been that regular kind of relatable guy like if he talked about a lot of regular shit mm-hmm. like not not everyone is a street dude right so there was a lot of shit that he was talking about i was like damn all right yeah i've, I've been through that type of relationship i've fucked with that type of chick oh mm-hmm. i have that type of relationship with my father i have that type of relationship with my mother oh i understand that 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 struggle of that type of come up that's mm-hmm. really why I think a lot of people related to Drake because he was so vulnerable and said a bunch of shit that we <clears throat> that relate to. We mm-hmm. got we connected to him in that capacity. Yeah. He even did him and Kanye are actually probably the, the two best artists that can do introspective shit on party records. Mm-hmm. Drake will give you introspective bars on a party record. Yeah. So I agree with you. Yeah, I don't need to know everything about every artist. You don't need to give me that deep dive shit mm-hmm. with Drake. 
Yeah. You just expect, I, you expect when, more. As, as, a, as a big Drake fan, <clears throat> I need that type of shit from you all the time. And gotcha. he did give some. I just think so much has happened. And you know what? Maybe he's not ready to talk about the kid thing. Maybe he's not ready to really talk about certain things that are happening in his life. And that, of course, is his, you know, his choice. And mm. who am I to ever force someone to tell me about their entire life? Right. I've just seen him do it his whole career. Mm. So it's interesting now that we get to this point of your decade in or more and you, you chose to stop doing it. Usually artists get older and give us more of it, not mm-hmm. less of it, not more of like kid talk mm-hmm. that's on here. It's, I mean, it's, it's a lot of ocean and granted we all 34 years old. It doesn't mean you can't get into it with the hoes. And I always want to hear Drake talk about that type of stuff. Just, right. just balance it out a little bit more for me. Okay. And no, I get it. So let's, let's run through the, let's run through the album real quick. Let's run through the tracks. He now we do we all we all have crowned Drake probably the king of intros at this point. He's definitely up there. Right? Um so how do we feel about champagne poetry? I like it. I liked how 40 did that vocal sample. Mm-hmm. Um I did enjoy the intro. I don't know if it set the tone where I was like, "Oh fuck, what is about to come?" but I really enjoyed it. It's probably the one I I go back to the most. Um I like it. Uh, I think he had some interesting bars on there. I like, I love the uh, the track. I love the beat. Um, so for me, that was a win. Poppy's home. What a fucking waste of an amazing beat. Mm. It's great for the first listen. Yo, what's in your cup? May I ask? <laughs> Is that water? Never mind. No, no, Can I'm we be you. honest about albums anymore? No, no, absolutely. I just want I just want to I'm just trying to gauge my boy and see where you at. That's all. And people think Drake and I have some type we don't. No, no, Drake. Every is, time we see each other, it's fine, it's, it's love, it's no, everything. No, absolutely. And he knows that I'm just sitting here critiquing an album because I'm a huge fan. <clears throat> no, I'm no, shitting on him being I'm just, disrespectful. I'm just fucking with you. He is a legend, he is a GOAT. Mm-hmm. I agree with him in that Kanye line of you slid down to number three. Oh, I mean, yeah, let's. I agree from his. We're gonna, we gonna get to that. We're gonna get to. No, we're gonna get to all of that in a minute. Wow. But let's 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 go to. And I'm saying he. Well, he said it in recent times. Yes, it looked like Kanye was quiet for a while. No, no, no. We're gonna. We gonna let's not even. Let's not we'll even get, get there. We'll that. get there. Uh, home. Yeah. I thought it was funny. I thought it was cool. I just don't know the replay value. I don't know the replay value of harmonizing Daddy's home that I would just go back to. And okay. he was right in it. He, these are his kids. Mm-hmm. Talk your shit on it. Yeah. But that beat, I feel like Drake could have spazzed on. That beat is fucking insane. So to just have you <clears throat> kind of get your joke off on that one, I didn't like. I don't hate the content. I hate it on that beat. Okay, got you. Like, just daddy's home. Like, I can't be in my car. Like, <laughs> it was cool the first listen. I well, laughed. I was like, oh, he's right. <laughs> Then he got Nikki. I was like, oh, this is fucking amazing. Yeah. But, and that was great he got Nikki because Nikki needed to say that. I'm going to go get y'all mom. I mean, all I, these chicks, Nikki is your mom. I, I've been trying to say that and they call me a bar, but whatever. Um, but come, like, <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm a bar. Don't call me one. I know I'm a bar. <laughs> like, just like I know I'm a black man, but don't call me a black man. I know I'm a black man. Uh, Poppy's Home for me was a, I, I liked it. I thought it was a good record. Um, I just like to hear good raps, good lyrics, good beats. That's it. Simple. As long as you rapping, you're getting your shit off, uh, you're saying some slick shit, uh, your flow, your cadence. Um, 
Did you sing along to, to Daddy's Home? No, I can't sing that. Okay. So I, you, <laughs> you would never hear me saying Daddy's Home. All these homes. Yeah, no, no. You would never hear me saying that. But but to me, it was a good song. You see, like, you ignore that, right? I wouldn't <laughs> skip it. Like, if it comes on, I'm not skipping that. I'm not skipping that track if it comes on. Who produced that? Did 40 do that one? It is. Because to me, that, that sounds like if 40's not bored on that one. That beat was so good. I just didn't need you didn't like talk to his kids on, or talk to your kids, but just don't give me. Don't use that stuff. You don't like Daddy's Home. I get no. I get it. I get what you're saying. Yomi, Super Mario, Daryl Young, and Mark Barino. Well, y'all smoked that beat. That beat. Yeah, that's great. what I'm saying. I, the the raps was good. The beat was good. That, it's Drake. The raps are going to be yeah, good. Yeah. No, so that's what I'm saying. I, it's it's hard for me not to like. Like I don't. I don't look at none of these artists for like super deep introspective shit from their lives. Lives like that. Wait, I didn't say he needed to do. No, no, I'm not saying. I'm not saying. I'm not saying you say that. I'm I actually just saying wouldn't that. want him to on that record. No, I'm not saying you said that. I'm saying in general. I don't really like. To me, this is all entertainment. Like I don't really, you know. what I mean, I'm not looking for much other than yo rap good. Give me some flows. Give me a good beat. Talk some slick shit. Uh, you know, say some witty shit in your bars. And to me, I'm satisfied after that. I don't really need much after that. Uh, girls want girls. Now this is one we was talking about when we walked in today. You were saying that you didn't particularly care for this no. track that this, much. This would have been a great leak. Okay. This is cool as a leak to me. A leak that doesn't make it on the album. Yes. Okay. I, I think, all right, maybe I need to hear it in the setting where girls are liking girls. Mm-hmm. And I could like, you know, really fuck with it that way. Uh, listen. I'm, listen, and Drake does that a lot with me where... I, I would dislike a song when I first hear it on the album and I'll hear it in a setting four months later. I'm like, eh, all right, I get it. I think this is going to be one of those ones for you. I just initially after that, again, it felt like it felt like an incomplete song. That's why I said I like it as a leak. Like I like the hook is cool. Girls like girls. I'm from like, cool. People mm-hmm. can sing that in the club. They can sing it anywhere. Mm-hmm. He was just taking Paul. It felt like an incomplete record okay. that he just sent to baby, little baby. And then was like, well, fuck it. This is done. Okay. I liked it. <laughs> Do you feel like you're a lesbian? <laughs> no, I don't feel like I'm a lesbian, but I like the okay. record. Will you sing I along? like lesbians. Will you say, when this comes on, will you sing along to the you're a lesbian part? Or will you just get quiet? Like the way I sound no, with the N-word? No, nah, you got to know. That with the lesbian part? That's when you take a sip of whatever you got in your head. When that, when that part come on, you take a sip real quick. Oh, that's... <laughs> and then you wonder, get back into your shit. I'm, that's so funny you said. People wonder why I get so drunk when we're out. It's because when I listen to the music that's on... I want to rap along to it, but there's so many N words. Yeah, that yeah, I just yeah, keep going. yeah. You got to, you got to sip. Yeah, see, you know how to do exactly. So when certain bars come on that you know you can't say, you just sip real give, quick. Give him one of these. Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean, once you do this, mm, lesbians. Sip, yeah, like you're good after that. Um, well, great for a, a LGBTQ <clears throat> song. Yeah, I hope they have a video for this because this is gonna be a really, really. This can be a really great video. That for has me. to go on Pornhub though. Don't put yeah. that on Vivo. Yeah, no, nah, give me like a real video for that. Shout out to Sukiyana. Is that her name? Sukiyana? Sukiyana? Is that her name? I don't. Sukiyana? I want to say her name right. Because she's restoring the feelings with that video. We, what is the name of that video? She's restoring the feeling. Pussy Everywhere. Pussy uh, Everywhere. Oh, Su- the one y'all showed me last week. Isn't that where we are? Uh, yeah. okay. I I, I want to say that I, I love you for that video. You restoring the feeling, restoring the vibes. That gave me, that. that's tip drill times 100. So I, I, shout out to you because I like what you did with that video. That was really dope. Um, Since I'm going to sound like a hater with everything today, <coughs> video was great, but there wasn't very much pussy. 
Well, <laughs> yeah, you gotta. Yeah, you gotta. I saw a lot of titties and ass. I mean, I mean, I'm pretty sure she it has was, the other version. It's up a lot on, of pussy uh, covered here. Yeah, I mean, but if you, I'm pretty sure if you go on like Spank Bang or something like that, Spank, spank Bang. Yeah, yeah. All right, never mind. I like, sure have the unedited version up there. But uh, shout out to Sukiana. That was really dope. In the Bible. In the Bible. Next record. Uh, in the Bible. Damn, I can't hear it. I gotta. Yeah, because it was forgettable. That's no, no, no. Wow. It's just that I'm terrible with song titles, but I know okay. the song when I hear it. Drake's verse was was good. Didn't mind it. Again, more of the same as far as production goes. Dirk super unnecessary on it. Cut Dirk's verse off. Oh, this it, is the one where Dirk it, shouted out his girls. Uh, which is amazing. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. That's okay. fire. I love that Dirk did that. That's, mm-hmm. that's goals or whatever the fuck y'all say. Mm-hmm. Um, but don't waste Giveon. He wastes the Giveon to you on this one. Okay. I loved Giveon's verse. It was too short. That okay. should have been Drake featuring Giveon if we're going to go this route on In the Bible. Because Drake mm-hmm. was talking that shit on this verse. Mm-hmm. I fucked with this verse. You got to let Giveon go crazy mm-hmm. for like a 32. Don't put two features on this. Make this the Drake <coughs> and Giveon record. I do remember, uh, I, I didn't like Dirk like left. He had like, I think two more bars he just left at the end of his verse where he could have got off and it was kind of like just... Like Empty a lot bars. of things felt incomplete on this album. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't understand. I felt like Dirk could have got his shit off for two more, two or two or four more balls on that actually. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, I'm cool. I mean, it's not one of the standouts to me, but I'm not, you know, I'm not mad at it. I don't know if I'll play it as much as I would play uh, "Girls Want Girls." I just feel like you got to surround a song around Giveon, not just plug and play. Like, let me just put Giveon on this third verse. Mm-hmm. Like, all right, I got this. Let's pack this one up with the popular features. Okay. Or let's try to put Dirk on something different, which I am cool with, but just not with a Giveon record. I need the, just the Drake and Giveon. I know they did the freestyle joint, but yeah. the R&B side of them too? Mm-mm. I Y'all too got to cook for a minute. I wish it was just a hook. <clears throat> just like uh, Chicago freestyle. Oh, okay, yeah. That would be nice. Okay. All right. What about uh, Love All? Best song on album. Okay. Um, I like this record a lot when it leaked about mm-hmm. a year I and a half ago. I did too. I, was, I, I, I played this record a lot. This was one of my favorites out of the leak. Mm-hmm. Um, I commend Drake. I would have never thought Hove sh- should go on this. Mm-hmm. And good call. <laughs> Great call. Great call. I didn't. I didn't. Um, I didn't expect to hear this song on the album actually because it had leaked so long ago. I thought he would scrap it, but I love this record. Mm-hmm. And like you said, adding Jay to it was like, oh shit, okay. Because um, so I, yeah. I went like, did I go straight to the J one? I think I did go straight to the J one. Um, and when it started to play, I was like, wait, he put Hove on this? Mm-hmm. And I was skeptical, but no, it really worked out, and I think Hove smoked it. <coughs> yeah. Um, I won't ask the questions, because I know you're, uh, that's that's family shit, but he was talking to Dame. <laughs> no, he wasn't. <laughs> All right. Cool. Dame, you think Dame tried to kill Jay? <laughs> no, I don't. But there were some bars in there. Oh, I mean, uh, yeah, bars maybe. That. No, not the whole verse is not Okay, yeah, no, maybe, maybe. But I think that was Jay uh, just getting in his artistic bag and just painting a picture of, you know, you you still, y'all still cool with dudes that, you know, I don't fuck with. And this is why why you think we not, we not friends because you cool with dudes that I don't fuck with. And you, sometimes you have to take everything literal. Yeah, no. I don't think Jay was also <clears throat> I don't saying, think anybody's like, was trying, trying to kill to Jay. Kill him yeah, yeah, people no. were still chilling with him. Yeah. There's, people can try to kill you in other ways. Absolutely. Um, but but um, I, great, great. Yeah, I love the verse. record. I love uh, the record. That's more so the hove I would have liked on, on the Donda mm-hmm. thing. 
Okay. That didn't feel rushed. Felt like he was really cared about what he was saying. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I know that one stung to, to yay. Yeah. Damn. He gave me gave gave my rival the better. Well, person. I mean, I mean, I mean, in all fairness, Jay probably had more time. That's true. But with this with this record, but he they rushed it for the first listening. Jay Jay could have had three or four weeks that, that for the final true. down to one. That is cool. True. Give it that could have been the snippet, right? But I don't know. Neither here nor there. Um, I do love that record. That record is really good. It was one of my favorites from the league. Okay. Uh, Fair trade, Travis Scott. No. Cool. No, it's cool. It's cool. It's a cool okay. Drake record. No, I'm just asking. I don't, I don't, I don't know. I, I, we haven't spoke about this, so this is all real yeah. time for me. Like I don't. I haven't asked you anything about the album. Um, it's cool. Again, uh, it, it would have been a cool leak to me. Uh, it's all right. From Drake, from Drake standards and Travis Scott standards and Drake and Travis Scott together standards. Mm-hmm. And I'm again. I want to make sure people. I'm not holding every artist that they have to go to their best material. Mm-hmm. I'm, not hold, I'm, I'm not holding Nas to Illmatic. Right. I'm not holding Jay to Reasonable <clears throat> Doubt. I'm not right. holding Drake to Take Care, Nothing the Same, whatever one you think is the best. Mm-hmm. It's just kind of like, all right, cool. Whatever. That that one, if you just let the album play and we're at a kickback, I'd probably like it. You're not mad at it coming on. Yeah, but it's just... I feel the same way. I'm not mad at that. whatever. Record. I'm not mad at it. I wouldn't. I don't think I would rush to play it, but I'm not mad at it. Way too sexy. I'll be honest with you. On my way down to Philly is when I when I gave this a first full listen on Friday morning, whenever the fuck it was. Mm-hmm. I almost went in the carpool lane and, and flipped my Mazda over on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> now nah, you can't you can't flip no. the Mozzie, man. Don't flip the Mozzie. You need the Mozzie, man. Don't flip the Mozzie, man. I was almost sick to my stomach when that sample came on, and then when the song came on, I was like, it was the first time I've ever said. All right, this is a garbage song by Drake. Mm-hmm. But I was out in Philly all weekend. Mm-hmm. They did not stop fucking playing it. So I oh, don't no. know if I've been brainwashed. No, 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 no. Gonna... I just hated the sample when I first heard <laughs> no, it. No, no, no. Be clear. Because then I started kind of shaking my hips a little no, bit. No, no, no. <laughs> Be clear. They're going to make you like this record. Oh, no. They've already made me like it. They're going to make you. I don't like it. But I know they're gonna make me like it. I kind of wish. Like I'm never gonna say I'm way too sexy. Like that's just I would never say that. You don't think you're a bad bitch? Like, no, yeah. I do not think I'm a bad bitch. It's the first. It's the first men feeling ourselves record. I this is like. the this is the male version of WAP. Wow. <laughs> yeah. This is this is this is it was wow. you know what I mean. Yeah. This is the male version of WAP. Yeah. And I get it. Like I seen the video. They're having fun. It's like you said a parody. Yes. Like them. They're not. They're not. They're not you know, too cool to make jokes and laugh at themselves. Of course. I get that whole part. You know, that's that, that to me, I'm not, I'm not mad at that. I think that was great. But if you ask me, would I play this in the car, in the crib? And no, I wouldn't. It's and ironically, this was <laughs> the only song I heard from the album outside so far. And I heard it 10,000 fucking times in Philadelphia. Oh no, they're going to make me like it. And it works. No, like, they're going to really fun. Listen, work. the girls love this record. No, the the fellas was going crazy. Really? I went to a club in Philly on on a Ed and you DJ. Night. You have, have you spun this at, at your set on I've your had set yet? Every single hour, someone asked me for this fucking song. Really? Every single hour, all dudes. How, how do you feel about it? It's good. You like it? It's a good track. All right. Okay. How do, how do you track. feel? How do you feel about men coming up to you to request a song? <laughs> I was not surprised whatsoever. And then that song. Yeah, I don't know about way too sexy. I just can't because I can't sing the hook. I can't be like I'm way too sexy for this sh- this hoodie, way too sexy for this Supreme, <laughs> way too sexy. I can't I can't say that. 
No, you can't get right. It. Yeah, I, I just can't get it off, and, and and I'm not sexy, so maybe that's why I don't like it. So I mean, I don't know. I'm sure, someone finds you sexy. Yeah, I mean, but you know, they they're probably not sexy if they find me sexy. So well, wow, if they decide fine. on a TikTok dance, will you do it for this one? I've never done a TikTok dance in my life, Rory. I don't think I'm going to start here. But I do, do, do want to backtrack to men coming up to Eden to request a song. That's crazy. We have to add this because, you know, men can never have fun and we judge men for everything they do. I'm still adding this to the list. As a man, you can't go up to the DJ and request a song. I'll okay, be like, yo, can you play that? They wouldn't say, can you play way too sexy? They'd be like, can you play that new Drake? And I already knew it was way too sexy. Oh, you already knew that they were talking about way too sexy? I already knew they were asking for way too okay. sexy. Okay. Yeah. So you didn't, you didn't think about nope. love all? Nope. <laughs> the one that the music video dropped that same day? That's yeah. what they wanted. That's what I'm saying. I, I get it. It's like you said, the parody thing that it having fun. They're not. They're not afraid to laugh at themselves and have a, have a great time. Like I get that part, but I'm just talking about the music. I just can't. I can't play this and and and, and get jiggy to this. I just can't. It's just not I mean, my vibe. You know, you can watch from a distance and. Oh no! If it comes on, I'm not mad. And if I'm in the spot and it comes on, like because I know yeah. I already know what it's going to do in the spot. I'm just saying, me personally, I just can't. Can you bop your I, head to it? Can I bop my head to? Oh yeah. I bop my head to it. Can you swing your hips to it? What? Uh, hips? No. Hips are off limits when way too sexy comes on. Hips don't lie though. Yeah. Um, once I get past the the sample in the beginning, like if I could forget that part, if they could like Men in Black hit me with the the forgetful thing <laughs> halfway through the song, I like it a lot. Okay. Like Future, I like Future's verse is great. Like it's, but it's still coming off the heels of that sample. Listen, Drake has Kawhi Leonard like what's dancing. Next? Like if Kawhi Leonard can start dancing, you know what? Man, let me rethink this. If Kawhi Leonard can dance, maybe I should be dancing because Kawhi doesn't do any. Kawhi doesn't even talk. Kawhi doesn't talk. Yeah, he doesn't even speak. <laughs> so for him to be dancing the way too sexy, it's like you know what this is about. They're just having fun. Uh, they're not taking themselves seriously, obviously. Uh, so I think it's I think it's gonna do exactly what they intended it for it to do. Kawhi um, in this video is me at the club. I'm just awkward. I'm not quite sure what I should be doing. Yeah, like look at the ladies spraying water mist on on themselves. Like you get it, you know what this is about. <laughs> Just having fun. I get it. I understood it. As soon as I saw the video, I understood what they were going, what they were going with it. Uh-huh. I understood that. We'll go quick because I'm sure people are like watching me going through every single record. Um, TSU was off the leaks from a year ago. I ran this one into the ground too already. Love it. Um, yeah, it's cool. I, I fuck with it again. Wouldn't have mind it just be a leak, but not mad at it. In too deep. Another cool record. Whatever, not mad at it. I, whatever. Pipe down. Now, if you're, if you're going to give me more of the same... More of pipes? Hey, yo. Okay. <laughs> hey, yo. If you're going to give me more of the same sound that you've given me before on an album... Let it be this? Give give me 12 of these. Okay. Like, this sounds like, all right, I know my sound. I know what works. I know what my core fan base, which is fucking the world, is going to love. This just feels a little stepped up. Feel like there was more care put into the traditional sound of Drake in Pipe Down. It was more into the lyrics, the um, the point of view, the production. Like Pipe Down to me is trying to take that tr- traditional regular sound a little bit further. Okay, I like Pipe Down. Love Pause. Pipe Down. <coughs> yeah, but heartbreak, phenomenal. Wish it was longer. I was, yeah, I was expecting Drake to have some bars on um with Yeba yeah, singing, but okay, I, I, I love the really good interlude is what they call it, I guess. Yeah, wish, wish it was a little longer, but incredible. Um, no Friends in the Industry. I've heard that record a million times from Drake. I'm cool. You Knife really? Talk. I've heard No Friends in the Industry plenty of times from Drake. Okay. I can go back to the other ones that are... No, listen, really I got good. it. I'm, I go I'm, listen I'm, to I'm, Energy. I hear you. <laughs> I hear you. Um, Knife Talk, 21 Savage, Project Pat. I, just, I don't know if I'm the one that should be even commenting on that record. Maybe... 
I mean, I'm cool either way. 7 a.m. on uh, the bridal path. Love it. It's uh, it's really really good. Anytime Drake tells us what time he he was on the, uh, anywhere in the world. <laughs> Where's the bridal path? I don't, I'm poor, so I, I, is that like I a don't place know, in? I don't know what bridal path is in Yugoslavia that I'm not aware. Of, or was he Toronto. was he it is in Toronto walking on a bridal path? Is it in Toronto? Upscale residential. Oh, there you go. House. Oh, oh, that's where he lives at. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh. Okay, 7 a.m. at his house. <laughs> 7 a.m. at home. At the crib. Yeah, 7 a.m. at the house. Okay. And I like that. Kanye already put your address out. All right, 7 a.m., you know where it is. Yeah. But I see, I, whenever Drake gives us a timestamp. Of course, it's always going to be I don't good. Think, I think he's, he's he, every time he gives us a timestamp, we love that record. And uh, I'm going to sound more like a hater. I really like it. But you had it already. He can continue to give me these types of records. I didn't need a lot of that focus to be on Kanye West. I think yeah. I think Drake and Kanye think we care about Drake and Kanye now. And I'm not talking about just me. I'm talking about the rest of the world. Of course, we're going to watch because we're all messy. So we're going to click it. Right. Not, nobody cares but you two now. Right. Like, okay. please let this be the end. No. It's not. But you we're guys gonna, are too amazing not, we're artists. Talk about Go that. make music. Yeah. we not. It's not, but we're going to talk about that. Uh, what was the next track? Race, race, uh, my mind. Love it. I feel, I feel like this could have been a Majid Jordan record. Yeah, this uh, was my favorite leak that came out. Yeah, I love. I'm glad this record. he added the second part to it. I love this record. Uh, Fountains. Fountains. I have it before. I have it. I like it. I like it, but I have it. Get along better. I love it. Glad it's just him and Ty. Yeah, I think that there needs to be more of that on the album with the features. No double features. Just you and the other artist. Love it. Uh, you only live twice. I'm not mad anytime Wayne Ross and Drake get to just get bars off. Wayne Spaz. Ross, it it's feels a little dated. Um, like some of this had been done, and they just <clears throat> yeah, it sounds familiar. It sounds familiar. But shout out to Bink. It's a great Bink beat. Um, I miss you too. I felt Cuddy. like this was a spite just to Kanye. I like and it though. It's cool. Like the record. Fucking fans. I like the rap part of it. Yeah, it was cool. Not not mad at that one. And then uh, the remorse again. I love it, but I think he could have went further and a, a little bit deeper on it. Okay. I've said this about certain Drake songs before, and yeah, I don't want to say full albums, but he does have a way of down the line. You're like, ah, she was pretty good. I was wrong, but I don't know. This one to me, I don't feel like. Yeah, I think I think that's uh, that's where I'm at. I just you know, again, I don't. I I hate to, you know, we only lived with it for a week or not even a full week yet, Um, and that's that's unfair to artists a lot of the times because they they take so long to put this this art together and you know, put it out to the world and we take not even a day sometimes and people start tearing it down. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, but I just, you know, just off of listening to to the music, to the sound and um, the content and, you know, just, you know, what, what was presented, I don't, I don't see how people are not uh, enjoying it. You know what I mean? Like it's, it, it doesn't, it's, it's good music at the end of the day. Like I, you know, that's all I really care about receiving from artists that I like is just give me good music and I think that this album has really good music on it so well I mean I think how he how he ended the album with when you're winning nobody's praying for you on a on a deeper level of where he has, is in his career mm-hmm. you get less leeway when you're as great as he is or once you oh yeah that status no the, the, the we, no we have high expectations yeah no absolutely I get that and and, and that's you know that's myself included yeah that's high a, expectations for you that's right and that's a great position to be in because that means that you've been People have have championed you for a long time, and they put you on this pedestal, so they mm-hmm. expect greatness from you. I understand those things. Uh, 
again, I'm just not, you know, after only five, six days with it, I can't, you know, I just don't understand how people are not enjoying just good music. You know, a lot of times you get a lot of these albums and you know when it's not good music. You're like, oh, this is not, you know, I mean, I think that this is just something that people were expecting a different sound maybe. Yeah. They were expecting, a, you know, like I said, more R&B heavy Drake. And I don't think that they, since they got, they didn't get that, they're, they're disappointed. But I enjoy it. I enjoy the, the, the music on the album. And um, again, we got more time to live with it. We need to hear it in different settings. I think that's important, too, once we get around different people and start to hear it. Like I said, the the Way Too Sexy record, I know they're going to push on me. I know that already. I'm not even, I you're can't gonna, even fight gonna it. You're going to feel sexy. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to move my hips sexy. to it. Sooner or later, I'm going to move my hips to it. I know that. Um, but, um, you think yeah, you'll man. get dressed to that record? Excuse like me? When you're trying to put your fit together to go out at night, like you think you might, nah. th- you might throw that one on? No, no, no. We're going to skip that. Yeah, <laughs> what, what's some, what is some of your, like, let me get dressed before I go out type of record you throw on in the crib when you laying out the fit on the bed trying to match the Honestly, sneaks to the hat? I, <laughs> I need to hear some boom, boom, boom. You know what I mean? Give me some, give me, give me some West. Give me some West Side. Give me some Benny. Give me some Conway, man. You want to feel, you want to feel like a drug dealer. Yeah. I want to, I want to, I want to get dressed minus the gun. I want to leave the gun in the crib. You know what I'm yes, saying? Of course. But I want to, you know, I, that's, that's the type of shit I like getting dressed with. Like, I like, I like that real hardcore hip hop shit when I'm getting dressed. I'm but on my on my way to the spot. Oh no, nah, give me some race my mind. Give me shit like that. You know, actually well, no, okay. race my mind is leaving the spot. Absolutely. That's leaving the spot. Yeah, yeah. On my way to the spot. Listen, way too sexy. Throw it on. Throw it on, Rory. Fuck it. We going to the club. Throw it on. There better be girls in the car. Oh no, for sure. There's always women in the if car. You, if you and I just oh, no, 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 headed no, no, down no. the west side, listen, I, I try not to throw that in there. I think I thought you would just assume that we had women in the car. With no, us. but I'm for for the sake of the listeners. Okay, yeah, no, no, we definitely have women in the car for sure, yeah. for sure. Well, we shall see. But I want to stay music. This is gonna be a music podcast today. Sorry for the people that don't particularly care for <laughs> yeah. music uh, or what's going on now. You know, whoever feels a way about us breaking down music, I mean, listen, y'all hate when we don't. So this is, listen, two of the biggest acts in the world drop finally after playing chicken and mouse with each other <laughs> for like two months. They no, finally two gave years. us- yeah, they, Well, yeah, two years. They finally gave us the art. They finally gave it to the world. So yeah, this is what we have to do. We have to sit and we have to talk about it together as a community and as fans of the art. We have to, yeah. this is what we have to do. So this is what we're doing today. Staying on music. These niggas got to fight, man. No, no, they don't. No, I'm joking. <laughs> they don't need to fight. My trailer. And I, I'm taking Drake in that fight. Um, wow. Not important. Let's not promote violence. They should yeah, piece no. it up. No, they should. They should piece be it up. good, uh, good Christians and good Jewish people. No, all, and yeah, come no, together. All, in all seriousness, it's, it's getting a little uh, <laughs> as as uh, as consumers and as fans of both of these gentlemen, it's just a little weird now. They can disagree on who the Son of God is, but let's yeah. agree on artistry. Yeah. Yeah. Like let's let that be the only disagreement together. that these two ever have. Yeah, they can exist together and we can have Donda and we can have Certified Lover Boy and enjoy both just as equal yes. as we do anybody else that drops. Although I did love the fact that that whole competition thing, I love the competitiveness of it though. I love the who's going to drop, who's not. But I think I like that this is a lot more personal than we know. It is, and I you know think that's mean? why they And that's why it's weird to me now. Fucking Digging the shit into the ground, yeah, just beating us over the head with all this shit because it's we, personal to them, and we don't care. Yeah, and it's not only that we didn't get a a, a great piece of art because of it. You know the whole the, yeah. the life of the party record, yo. And on top of that, that Poppy's home beat. I'm sorry to go back. That Poppy's home beat. Take all Drake's concept out of that. Kanye West and Drake on that beat would have been insane. Okay, I see what you mean. Yeah, 
I can hear it. That would have been a, a special type yeah, of record. I can hear that it. Type of beat. I can hear it. But and the other. fact that he put Cuddy on the album and he Cuddy was one of the he caught it, he caught some shots on Two Birds One Stone, right? Yeah, they had, they had some disagreements. Yeah, so I mean, it's like, listen, man, I understand. Listen, and I and I I can only assume what this is about when there's two of the biggest artists. It can only be two things that this beef is about, first and foremost, to me, as far as I'm concerned. I won't say what, but it's only two things. Two things that this could be about. Women. And if the, if it is, just like, come on, man, put that shit. You know what I mean? Like, let's get past that shit and just get back to the art, man. Listen, man. But life of the party. <sighs> so, because of this beef, we got an amazing record. Mm-hmm. But I still think, on both behalfs, Kanye and Drake, that was one of the cornier things I've seen them do. On two behalfs, we'll break down the verse in a second. But I don't understand how you guys hear that three stacks verse. Drake, who we know is extremely close with his mother. Mm -hmm. Kanye, who we know has lost his mother and heard that type of pain come from somebody's mouth to then say, let's add this as a chess piece in our corny beef that everyone in the world but us two are over. Mm hmm. And when Kanye hears that verse, says, I'm doing a Donda album. He's speaking to my mother, to his dead mother. And then I'm going to go and rap about a Drake beef. I mm-hmm. think they're both corny and used Andre <clears throat> 3000's pain for their bullshit. It was just classless. It was a uh, bad, bad. They didn't read it. Kanye didn't read the room. Nor did Drake. Well, I and mean, I don't know that Drake was the one that was behind leaking it, but yeah, no. So that's I've why I can't. That, I can't. But say I've that. read things that are wrong. So yeah, I, that's why me. I can't say it because I don't know who leaked it. I don't know who was behind leaking it. I'm just saying, as far as you know, just the energy around it. It, it was just a missed opportunity for the fans to receive this record, um, even though we received it as a leak. But you know, you know what I mean. Like I, I would have loved to this for this record to be on the actual album. Mm-hmm. Um. I think Andre 3000 reminded us why he's been held as one of the greatest rappers, artists that we have in our culture. Because whenever he decides to, you know, pop out and and, and give us some art, it's always something that we just enjoy and love. And and, and it it hits us in a a different way. This was really special, though. This was like a real, real special verse, Um, you know, real heartfelt, a lot of emotion. you know, just the way he was talking to Kanye's mom who passed about his own mother that passed and saying, if you see her, you know, tell her these things and tell her, I just need a sign and just show me, show me something to let me know she's still with me. You know what I mean? Like I thought that that was real special. And, um, you know, he addressed a lot of things people saying he was weird and he was high all these years. And he was kind of like, and he was like, no, nah, you know, I, I wasn't even smoking all those years. I was, I was chilling. I just thought that it was classic, it was a classic way for Andre 3000 to show us that he he hears a lot of the shit that people says about him and he has a lot of reads a lot of the things that people, you know, post about him. And but he's just like, listen, I'm living my life on my terms. Mm-hmm. I'm not I don't subscribe to a lot of the things that the world subscribes to these days. I walk around playing a flute You catch me in the airport playing a <laughs> flute. I told you I saw Andre 3000 standing on 34th Street by the old Victoria's Secret store just. Standing on the corner. Everyone in New York City has met him in some Yeah, way. I'm just but like... Me, but me, I'm not... It like, was almost like a double take. Like, yo, is that three stacks? Like, and he was just standing there. He was like, yo, what's up, man? I was like, oh, okay. But um, 
you know, that's why he's he's one of the special artists that we have because he he does things and he on his terms. You know what I mean? He's not with and it's refreshing to see people still carry themselves in a way where they don't get pulled into a lot of the, the bullshit, which is why this was kind of corny to me, because in a weird way, you pulled 3000 into some bullshit. And you know what I mean? And it was like that to me was the unfortunate part. Like, you know, he doesn't he's not about none of this shit. And here y'all go putting him in the middle of some shit and it's just like fam I don't want to have anything to do with any of this shit you asked me for a verse I gave you a verse and now I'm smack dead in the middle of some shit that I know nothing about and don't care about you could see it in his response which Andre 3000 does not reply to things right especially off of a verse off off a record Mm -hmm. in the public Mm -hmm. put out a public statement he doesn't do that so You can see his hurt in, hey, listen, I've never lost a parent. It's one of my biggest, mm-hmm. biggest, 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 biggest fucking fears. Mm-hmm. And then to have to talk about it to the world is just something I couldn't even fathom. Right. So for him to do that and have those con- those uh, conversations with Kanye about this being a concept of losing our mothers. Mm-hmm. To then hear Kanye's verse that wasn't about that, and then to have the person he was talking about leak his pain that, you know, he would probably like a say in how it's going to be released. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. I, I can feel how <clears throat> annoying that is. But I do want to get a little nerdy and get into this verse. This is the first verse, I think, in I don't know how many years that, like, literally made me choke up. Well, it was, yeah, because it was... um. You know, it was you could just you could hear it in his his. his it would see Andre three thousand to me is because he he just understands it. He he's one of those dudes that just even in his tone on the record, you know, even in his his emotion, his a uh, his approach, everything was really really just. It, it felt like this was something that he said to himself in the privacy of his own home and speaking to his mom and praying and stuff like that. This that's what it felt like to me. This felt like something that. He said, you know, to, alone to his mom. Um, it's thoughts of grieving. Yeah. Like it, it just. It's grieving in real time. Right. And it's and it's kind of like that's what to me, that's what bothered me the most about this. This leaking was because it was so intimate and it was so personal that I felt like it was given to the to us the wrong way. Mm. And I was like, you know, this was a a missed opportunity one, but it, it just wasn't you don't get the full art of it because it was given. the It was given to us the wrong way. You know what I mean? And that's why I was like, damn, like I, it's Andre 3000, amazing verse, but it was just so special, you know, to be on Donda and, you know, it, it, again, it's unfortunate because it, it, you know, it fell into some bullshit. It fell into, you know, the middle of uh, some bickering and some quote unquote beef. Mm. And this is not what this is about. This is a, this puts all of that shit to the side. This puts life in, this verse put life into perspective. You know what I mean? Like we can beef and bicker all we want, but this is what life is. Yeah. This is the seriousness of life. This is how delicate life is. This is how fragile life is. Um, and it was just a real intimate, private, personal, heartfelt, emotional verse that I think just fell in, you know, stumbled into uh, unnecessary drama. And, uh, you know, again, I, I want to get into the, the concept of the verse. I know, of course, so the Don- concept of it, the concept of, Okay. 2000s verse of telling this to Donda. Of course, the obvious Donda album, Kanye's mother passed to talking to Miss Donda. Mm-hmm. It reminded me. Do you have like that elder, like that other mother 
that you talk to about your family? Because I don't care how close you and your mother are. There are certain things that you just don't talk about that you would like to talk about, but there's still that mother son Mm -hmm. component there. We're not friends. Right. And we are still family and things just certain things. I just can't tell you like, right. For example, my friend Raven, her mother, we talk a lot. I talk to her a lot about certain things. I can't say to my mom, certain things from my childhood. I can't say to my mom that I would like to, but probably not the right place or time to do so, Mm -hmm. but they are things you need to say. Mm -hmm. And you can only really say them to a mother. Like I could talk to my friends all day about certain shit, but you can only talk to a mother sometimes about motherly shit. Mm -hmm. So just that concept of talking to another mother about all the shit you have kind of had in your head about your mother's life, your family's life is such an incredible concept to me to begin with. And Mm -hmm. I don't care that I'm nerding out on this type of shit, but going into that grieving process, I feel like when people die, we either immortalize them in the sense that they were the greatest human being that has ever lived Mm -hmm. or they were a piece of shit. Mm -hmm. It's typically, I feel like how things go when people die. Right. Humanizing both your parents and your experience with them after they pass and then sharing that with the public is some shit I couldn't even really fathom. Like to really put that in perspective after your mother dies, because all you want to do is be like, well, she raised me. She was the greatest woman ever. Mm -hmm. But Andre 3000 has one of those rappers that can say so much in one bar and mean a thousand fucking things Mm -hmm. to even say, of course, if I'm doing a tribute to my mother, I want to say all the amazing things, Mm -hmm. but him adding in, I mean, I don't really miss her overstepping. Yeah. Yeah. And we all have had that type of experience with, with a parent where you feel like when people pass, there are certain things that I know we don't like to admit it because it's, it's taboo to say, but you do have some relieving feelings in certain places. Right. That's, Mm -hmm. that's, they weren't a perfect person Mm -hmm. that you don't have to deal with on certain things. So to add in those little tidbits of putting your parents in a human level of saying, yeah, they was just some kids. Mm -hmm. My mother spited my father. That was wrong, but she was a hurt woman. Right. Does my father have shame over it? Like going through your, your, your real childhood after they passed is some real human shit to me. It's, it's not, yeah. yo, she was the greatest mother. She did everything for me. She struggled. I'm here because of this. Of course, we all know that story. Mm-hmm. This is a real one to me. Yeah. And the reason why this was special was because out of all the tracks <clears throat> on the album, on the Donda album, I think this was the one that kind of summed up what I thought the album was going to be about when I heard the title. Yeah. Right? Uh, Donda, which is Kanye's mom who passed. Um so this was like to me this was this this summed up a lot mm-hmm. for the, the the meaning of the album and you know like you said for two of these artists whose mom moms uh transitioned it was just you know a beautiful beautiful intimate uh honest verse um and that I you know again I'm just I'm I'm mad we didn't receive it the way we should have received it this is kind of like you know spoiling a surprise party yeah and, and this is what it felt like to me. It's like, damn, this would have been amazing. It's, you know, even it's still a, an amazing piece of art, but it's like we didn't receive it the way I think we should have. And to even get into like back to the idea of things you you kind of wish you could share with your mother about your, your childhood of maybe intimate moments with, you know, when you had to keep that a secret because yeah. teenagers aren't <coughs> really supposed yeah. to be fucking and, and the church part, y'all can debate. I don't give a fuck about that. Yeah. But. To me, that was like, he probably wanted to have that conversation with his mother at one point. Mm-hmm. Because you, all the things that you would probably need your parent through, 
Mm-hmm. As far as losing your virginity, mm-hmm. getting into that sexual experiment, going through puberty and all that type of things. We're trained to hide those things from our parents. You can right. never really have those conversations. I think that's why a lot of times shit gets fucked up and doesn't go correctly. Right. Because you really got to hide that shit. But that was the beautiful part about this is because he, like you said, he was talking to... Kanye's mom mm-hmm. like can you tell her because exactly. I don't want to tell her no but that's you what, what I'm mean? saying like with the Ravens mom thing there's so much things I, I would love to tell my mother about my right. childhood about my teenage years but I just don't think we're there yet right. I love we're just starting to get to that point where I can tell her certain things that mm-hmm. happened already mm-hmm. so that's why that concept is so ill and, and even to go deeper on that uh, mother concept of him saying the other girl's mother knew mm-hmm. but she but she was going to let us experiment Right. Remember that cool mom conversation we had a long, long, long mm-hmm. time ago? Mm-hmm. That there was always the cool mom in the crib? Yeah. We did it in a joking way, but I don't I don't think we ever got into how important the cool mom kind of is. Yeah. The cool mom in my neighborhood <coughs> who actually came with my mom to the Maroon 5 show, mm-hmm. she set up an environment where... It was safe, but she really let everybody explore in that basement. Yeah. She knew what was going on down there. Mm -hmm. Nobody was leaving that fucking house. Mm -hmm. She knew who was coming in and out of that house. Mm -hmm. She knew the the things that would have been needed, i.e. condoms, things like that. She Mm -hmm. would have those types of talks with people. That was, in retrospect, I used to think, yo, that was the wildest house ever. First time I ever touched a vagina. First time I touched a titty. First time I got drunk. First time I got high. First time. Mm -hmm. I had a lot of first times in that basement. Right. And we always talk, yo, that was a wild fucking place mm-hmm. no it wasn't right. it was the safest was fucking safe. place you could have been exactly exactly and yeah. that's how my home was growing up like my mom was the cool mom but it's funny because as cool as my mom is and was when I was growing up um, it's still a lot of things that I would never do in front of my mom of course and like my mom smokes weed I have never smoked with my mom and I don't think I ever will mm. it's just certain lines I just feel like I can't I can't cross with my mom you know what I mean like even yeah. though she knows I smoke but I can't see me sitting down smoking weed with my mom. Like, I just can't. It's still my mom. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, but she was always the cool mom. Uh, she would rather us be in the crib than to be outside doing dumb shit. You know what I mean? If y'all want to have a party, come have a party here at the house. Don't be in somebody else's crib. Y'all don't know that neighborhood. And It's a safe place to explore when you're under exactly, this type of exactly, roof. <laughs> exactly. But, they, you know, to me, that was special, man. That was special for uh, Andre 3000 to give us a verse in that way and like I said with the title the title of the album being Donda and this was just like you know this was to me this 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 completed the album yeah you know what I mean because again he just gave us a real intimate honest uh you know special heartfelt emotional you know verse about his mom and and still in the, in you know paying tribute to Kanye's mom as well so I'm just, you know, I'm just, it's just unfortunate that we got it the way we did. To me, I think that that was unfortunate. And again, I don't know what this, you know, it's, it's like you said, uh, Rory, it's, it's weird now. It's to a weird point. I don't know what this Drake Kanye thing is about. At first it came off as competitive, which is always mm-hmm. great. But now it's reached a point where it's like, you know, certain things are being said and, you know, Kanye saying certain things and Drake is saying certain things. And now it's kind of like, you know, it's kind of like if, you know, you see two people arguing and it's you like, yo, are they serious or is it still like a little just mm-hmm. joking? Like, you know what I mean? Like, I think it's gotten to that point now where it's like, this may be more serious than I think we thought it was at at, at first. I, I can tell by and how they're both obsessing over it. But yeah. again, they're both two obsessive people. 
Naturally, both, both I get are, it. Both are very obsessive. I get it. But now, like I said, it's, it's to a point now where if, if it starts to affect the art, now it's a problem. Or other other people's art. Or other people's art. Uh, someone like Andre 3000 yeah. that we barely fucking That we don't from. even hear from, yeah. And like, then when we get to hear from him, he gets to tell us about his, his mother in the past. <clears throat> right. Like, now we may <laughs> not- shit out of here. We bro. may not ever hear Andre 3000 for the next six years now. Like, of course. I you would know what I mean? be terrified. Even though I was so happy he said in that statement that he would love to work with Tyler, love to work with um, Jay, love to work- Kendrick, there was a few other names. Um, yeah. I do hope that that actually does happen, and I hope people think off that that to reach out to him. Because I think a lot of people think, nah, three sacks don't want to fuck with me. And they don't hit him up. I think he needs to be hit up. To well, that's him. good, because everybody shouldn't be hitting Andre 3000, first of all, first and foremost. Like, let him say that he wants to work with you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Don't certain artists you should never even oh, no, think I'm not about anybody. Yeah, you know what I mean. But like don't even play it. yourself. Like you know I think what I mean? Kendrick could reach out to. Oh him. no, absolutely. I think the, Tyler could reach out. Absolutely, to him. absolutely. Because oh, Tyler, but. I mean Tyler is a, of course, he's a three thousand. He's an outcast baby. You know what I mean? You look sure. at the art and you know the way he presents himself, the aesthetics of everything. Like you can definitely tell the influence of Andre three thousand uh, lives in, in Tyler. Yeah, but no, just this this verse, and I was talking to ninth too, from like a. a Music standpoint, Knife was breaking down every last... I mean, outside of the obvious with voice control and his tone and how he made it so conversational. Knife was talking about the pocket he picked before the horn, and I was like, mm-hmm. I mean, he's yeah, he's the fucking greatest. No, no, he, <laughs> like I said, he he does... Andre 3000 is just, you know, he's a, a very special part of our culture. He's a very special element in our culture. And um, again, I'm just, I'm just, you know, it's unfortunate that we just received it this way. That's all. Uh, of course, he was quote unquote trending when it happened. So on my IG feed, a bunch of three stacks interviews came up, and an old one came up. Someone asked him like why he stopped rapping, and he was saying hip hop is hip. You got to think of the first word. It's got to be young. If <clears throat> not hip, yeah. What's what's the point? I don't know what I could really offer to to the game right now. Right. And that made me sad because then you get moments like this. Mm-hmm. This is an amazing offering. Yeah. Like this works more than we've ever needed it to work. Yeah. Yes, you can continue to be who you are. You don't have to change what you did or what you want to continue to do and still offer hip hop. Right. Like it's only hip when you're trying when you're the old dude trying to do what the young people are doing. Then then you're not hip. If right. you're yourself right. and can still offer the world, hip hop is growing in age. Like it's a very young art form. People get older. Mm-hmm. You but can I think be old and still put out music. It still matter. Absolutely. But I think it's, you know, again, I like the way 3000 moves in the sense oh, of yeah. he doesn't oversaturate himself. Mm. He doesn't, uh, you know, give too much of himself. He lives on his own terms. He moves on his own terms. If it, if he's not inspired to, you know, work with certain artists, he just doesn't do it. No matter how big the artist may be, he's yeah. just not going to do it. Um and there's something special about that. And I think that a lot of people should take a page out of because a lot of people do oversaturate themselves. You know what oh, I mean? Like, and it's and it's course. it's like, you know, you got to keep yourself some type of like, you know, keep your art to yourself some most of the times, and and don't put so much of yourself out there because again, like you said, you give us this art that you may feel so intimately about and so personable about, and then we tear it down in ten minutes. You know what I mean? So it's kind of like keep some of that shit to yourself, and I think that a lot of these artists should take a page out of Andre 3000's book as far as the way he moves. None of you are Andre 3000. Let's be clear about that. Some of y'all but, need to give us more music. Yeah, some of y'all need to give us more music. <laughs> but take a page out of his book as far as the way he moves and just being inspired and 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 being true to his art and true to himself. Yeah, and and to to wrap his verse up in, in that topic, this was like that realization I had in my twenties that oh my god, my parents are just two people. Exactly. Holy shit. 
They're human. What the fuck? They Yo, were those 18. are just two people that were trying to figure it the fuck out. They were 18. That one they all did. They both did bad things to each other. Absolutely. Oh, my God. They're not superheroes. Holy they're not, shit. They're not perfect. Why did I expect them to be that? But no, this, this, this was great. And this, I think, was a perfect example of this was like when you go to the club and you don't like to go to the club and mm-hmm. a fight breaks out. And mm-hmm. you know, this is why I don't go to the club. This is why I don't come here. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's 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 perfectly put. That's, that's, exactly that's what three stacks did. Absolutely. Yo, I, I came out, I got my best fit on. You know I don't come out. You invited me. And now you said it was gonna be my vibe. Now you said I'm it was on my, my way type to Central Bookings. Now I'm on my way to the bookings. Yeah. This is <laughs> why, why I don't come, come outside. Exactly. Exactly. But I do want to ask you, do you think that was interesting? You said the weed thing, you probably could ne- there's certain lines you could never go over with your mother. And I'm I'm going through that now with my mom on certain things to share and do around her. Do you think that line will ever get erased um i don't think so man like it's just my mom is always going to be my mom no matter what you know what i mean and there's certain level it's just certain levels of respect that i just will always have like i try not to even curse in front of my mom mm-hmm. i hate that my mom uh listens to the podcast sometimes because I, I know she hears things that I, sometimes i don't want her to hear but um it's just like that's mom man it's just certain things that i just never ever want to expose my mom about me even though I mean, she know my mom knows me. She 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 asks certain questions without asking certain questions. And you know, there's some things she knows already. They know. <laughs> listen, one thing I learned, and it's, that's why it's really crazy, is because one thing I learned about my mom is that she knows everything about me, mm-hmm. whether I tell her or not. Like she knows everything about me. Like, and it's just like sometimes I decide to tell her something. She's like, I've been knew that. Like I, I knew that. Like you think you telling me something that I don't know about you? Like. I know that. I know my son. I'm as, like, oh, okay. My father says, I have the user manual on you. Exactly. It, it, it perfectly. That's what my father says to me all the time. And, but, you know, again, it's just certain things I just can't, uh, Just it's just my mom, man. I'm not I mean, I'm not, I'm not I don't really mean things. cursing or smoking weed, per se. I guess I just mean certain conversations. Because I've started to learn, I know we were joking about the Maroon 5 shit, and I was like, damn, I'm starting to learn more about my mom mm-hmm. in certain settings. I, I'm started to have conversations about my childhood with my mom, a, a, about certain things with her and my father and because yeah. we've gotten to the space that you know she knows that I'm an adult and have reached a place mentally as an adult that we can have those types of conversations where she knows she doesn't protect me on certain things mm. but within that you kind of fall into even like cooler shit you just learn about your parents yeah. that they were hiding from you yeah just because they didn't want to look they wanted to be a good example I think that's something that um that's a great way of looking at it like you know and, and having that t- that type of conversation you learn things about your mom you know, mm-hmm. or your dad that you didn't know, like, oh shit, like I didn't know, like you were. It's like, yeah, you, you thought your mom was just your mom all her life, like you know, I had yeah. a life before I had you, and so it's a lot of things that I learned about my mom just in, in certain conversations. But again, it's just certain things that I just like. It's mom, man. I don't want to. I don't want to tell my mom how I was slam peace and shorty last night. Like, even though she knows, you know, what I'm saying, like, she knows me, so she's like, you know, what I mean, like, yeah, I know. As long as you wore condom, like, I don't care. Like, you yeah. know, what I mean, it is what it is, but. It's just certain lines that it's still like, oh, that's mom. I can't do that. Yeah, I'm not saying tell her what positions you had shorty in, but oh no, nah, she knows. Into- she know she know her son is a freak. She know that. She know that. That that that's not. My mom will look at me. Then she you can have some intimate conversations yeah, with your mother. She won't blink. She won't even <laughs> blink if you tell certain things like, oh, that. Oh, I could have been told you that. <laughs> yeah. Nah, man. I, I have um this idea that I that I want to do not just with my mom but with a lot of my family, and it's weird podcasting kind of sparked the idea mm-hmm. um and when my grandmother passed at the repass i was talking to her um younger sister and she was just telling me just off the cuff stories about my grandmother that i never knew and all mm-hmm. this 
And I was like, this sounds like a podcast, but I would never release this podcast because it's our intimate family shit. Right. But we should make this a family podcast. Mm-hmm. It never gets released. Right. But everyone can tell their whole story. And how ill would it be if you were 15 years old and mm-hmm. then your father passed down a bunch of MP3s that told you your whole fucking lineage up until your great grandmother. Right. That's fire. So, I, yeah, I, I think when we have, if we're blessed to have our family here and we're blessed to have this technology here, it should form together. Yeah, at some <laughs> like, point. And so I, I get what you mean. In some it way, needs, we should figure out a way to do that. Yeah. And even if the family just keeps it. Oh, no, she, I mean? no, I don't want to release anything. Yeah, no, no. This is just to pass on, yeah. like, from generation to generation. Let's. But see, no, my family, there's Rory, no photo somebody going to somebody gonna get one to one of my uncles, give him a couple hundred. Like, yo, release that, <laughs> release that family pod. Okay, one of my uncles right. for well, the logo and let that shit fly. And then it's like, all right, now everything is out there. Here's the difference. No one, no one cares about my family's lineage. They might care about yours. <laughs> <laughs> nah, so your maybe family, it's a little different nah, your you grandpa's with built me. bridges and tunnels and shit. Like that's, listen, that's some important shit in the city, man. All right, yes, they built the bridges, but they were only driving over them to go listen to your family make music. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. I didn't think yeah. about it like bridges that. are timeless, but not in the same way. Yeah, not, not in the same way. Not as not not like hip hop. No one music. drives over this. Like, I wonder who made this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that'd be dope, though. That was a lot of music. Yeah, my bad, everyone. But no, we had to do it. We had to do those breakdowns. We don't usually get a Drake album and a leaked Andre 3000 verse. Yeah, <laughs> like that doesn't that, that doesn't happen. Very often. So we went <clears throat> is, it, is there anything else that we should we should address while we're here? Oh, uh, let's get some more important things. Uh Would you ever would you break up with your girl if she if you found out she had a threesome with two guys? Not like cheated on you and did that. Like this happened before y'all got together. Like say y'all was just talking one night and she's like, "Yeah, you know, one night, you know, I had a, two guys that I was cool with and it just kind of just happened." It kind of just happened. Yeah. I hate when women say that. It doesn't. doesn't I've had a, I've had a more than one woman say that to me. That it kind of just happened. It kind of just happened. And it pissed me off more. Yeah. Cause I would have respected you more if you would have been like, nah, that's what I wanted to do. And I just did it. Yeah. I could respect you Mm -hmm. off that. When you start be like, I don't know. Like I was just in my, one one thing led to another feelings. And like, I just went this way and things things happen so fast. No, that's not, you took your pants off really quick. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and now, if it's with two dudes, now there was <laughs> they would take two decisions away. you could make. <laughs> you had double the time to figure it out. Um, I like to pretend that I'm, I'm, well, not to pretend. I think I am one of the more understanding and secure people. That one would would that would bother you. That would throw my head for. Yeah, that hurt. Only because I like I don't like to put things on people that I've done before too. Mm-hmm. I can't, and it's not a train, it's a threesome. I've never fucked a girl with my mans because I think it's weird. Okay. It's a really weird thing to me. It's it a is. weird concept. I'm not saying if that's your kink, if that's your thing, more power to you. Yeah. Go do it all the way. No judgments from me. Mm-hmm. It's just not my thing. Yeah. So I like, like it. That's weird. And then the dude you did it with got to be weird. <laughs> I'm, yeah, I, I think I would break up with my girl. Like if she told me she had a threesome with two guys, it's kind of like. Well, how far into we are, are we into the relationship? Right? I don't care how far I am. 
No, I don't give a fuck how far. If I find out you let two guys what if what if slam on what you if at the same time in and and we finally do shrooms together. Five years stops <laughs> right here, and things just start coming out. This is where the five years stop. We can still be cool, but I can't because you know why? I'm never gonna be able to look at you and not think about that envision that yeah like I just it's a weird thing to envision it's but. just like <laughs> two dudes at the same time was just on top of you going to town oh I just Listen, I understand that. the male pride and I know I'm the one that usually will find understanding in certain things yeah that one is a little and I know everybody has a tough that's what I'm saying that I know everybody has a past and all of that I get all of that but it's just like it's just certain shit you shouldn't be doing and then me especially with people that I, I love I try to do my best to rationalize things and to rationalize things. It takes details. It takes me to understand where, what your point of view was during it and what was going on. Yeah. And I don't want to know those details because it's just going to make it worse. Is this what I'm saying? <laughs> and then imagine if it's like two dudes that's like, you know, when you see certain dudes and you're like, he doesn't look like the cleanest dude. Like what if it's like one of those dudes? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's like, <laughs> what if the other dudes clean is kind of like they, cancel each other out in like a math PEMDAS thing. Yeah, PEMDAS. What is it called? You just PEMDAS. carry the one. Like, he may be dirty, but the clean guy got in there afterwards and kind of <laughs> Wait, That's like a real situation? So she was yeah, PEMDAS. Clean guy off oh. The dirty dude was Slamming on her? Yeah. Nah, you and, you, and the marriage, you got mad because I said I would break up with her after five <laughs> imagine, years? Well, imagine, imagine your girl going, well, nah, one of them was cleaned. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. PEMDAS. PEMDAS is an acronym used to mention the order of you operations. Know what PEMDAS is? To be filed. No, Rory, I'm not as kinky as you think I am. Yeah. PEMDAS is a math thing from high school. Yeah. Rory, I, you I went I to New York City was, Public Schools. I probably you know was what absent. PEMDAS is. I probably was absent during this. I don't know, nigga. I don't remember PEMDAS. Do you know Please when I graduated? Excuse my dear Aunt Sally, Rory, or whatever the fuck it was. Rory, yeah. I haven't been to high school in, in 20 years, bro. But PEMDAS is school. like a staple. PEMDAS is up there with losing your virginity. Okay. Well, yeah, no, I didn't, yeah. Parentheses, exponents, multiplication, division, addition, and subtraction. It's actually the only thing in math that actually like really makes sense when yeah. you get into that world. Okay, yeah, so subtraction. Things. You got to subtract yourself from the relationship at that point. <laughs> there you go. Because she was multiplying. Because she was multiplying exponents. exponents. of her vagina. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. They put, they put her in the Come parentheses. Come on, man. See? Thank you. Thank you for this, Evan. They put Evan. Shorty in parentheses. Yeah, she yeah. was in PEMDAS. It got it. Exactly. See? Yeah, so no, I'm breaking up with her. Um, How would you break up with her? I'd be like, yo, listen, man, you know, I, I, I know we all have a past and we all have done things that, you know, we're not too happy about. But it's like there's a certain things I just can't look past. And you laying down with two men at once is just like, it's, I can't get past that. I'm sorry. If she breaks up with you for have having a threesome, is she fucked up? Is she fucked up? Yeah. No, nah, I'm lit. <laughs> <laughs> listen, there's, can we call a spade a spade? Yes, I'm double with you. standards exist. It exists. Absolutely. We all use double standards as a buffet because some double standards make sense. Absolutely, there's shit about double standards with men that are not fair at all. Absolutely, also shit that's double standards of women that are not fair at all. Absolutely, but I'm gonna use the ones that work on my end. Yep, getting fucked by two dudes is not the same as a guy having threesome with with, with two girls. It's not, Demaris. Just not. I'm sorry. <laughs> I know we're all sex positive now, and I agree with it and all, but let's just call a spade a spade. It's not the same thing. I've gotten past that it's a train. I've gotten to the understanding point that it is a threesome. Yes. But it's a different type of threesome. It is. I'm with Rory on this one. And girls like girls where I'm from. Exactly. <laughs> so it's okay if I do it. Because she might have liked both of them shits. Yeah. I promise you. <laughs> cut it. <laughs> <laughs> I promise you. <laughs> 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 
Do you know how funny that is? That is fucking hysterical. I promise you. <laughs> no, they do. <laughs> Not where I'm from. <laughs> Not where I'm from. I can't. All right, if you could just put bleeps on that, that would be funny. Sure. Holy and shit. And keep it. Sure. Um, girls like girls where I'm from, so I think <laughs> yeah, no. she might have liked those girls, and I may have not liked the gentleman that she decided to let her put her in parentheses. But do you um have you ever like noticed the one guy that comes around and your girl just has like this different energy with? She's always happy to see him. Mm-hmm. Uh, they always take great pictures of each other. Yeah, he knows uh, her angles. Yeah. Do, <laughs> do you ever have you ever like asked your Delighted. girl like, yo, y'all ever did anything like, or you just kind of just like. Yeah, mind your business. But is it? It, you ask, it, it is my business, now? though, right? If it's it my is. girl, I think it is. No. no, and we and this is a guy that we see all the time when we hang out. Like he's he's a guy that's always around. If that's my girl, it changes things drastically. Yeah, because here's always been my thing. Your past is your past, right? Of course, there's cliff notes in that. <laughs> it's not just fine print. It's fine print for sure. But for the most part, your yeah. past is your past. Yeah. It's who I, you are. I don't particularly want to sit here and listen to you talk about your past like that. Mm-hmm. Just kind of out of sight, out of mind. I just know everyone has fucked a bunch of people before. I'm yeah. 31 years old. Right. I do ask, though, if we ever go into a room or a situation or something, I don't need to know the details. Just give me a heads up. Yeah. Just so I know how to move, I am still a man with pride. Mm-hmm. Just let me know how to move. Yeah, you just want to know who. So you don't want to know how. <laughs> you just want to no, know who. Just yo, just I need to know. Yeah, that's it. I don't need to know how many times. I don't need to know what the situation was. Right. I don't care how it ended. Right, right. I just need to know. All right, men, yeah. men move crazier than women in a lot of catty ways. Mm-hmm. So I just need to know how I'm gonna have to deal with this dude if he makes a facial reaction. I just gotta have some info. So I know what that facial reaction means. So you would ask your girl like, yo, like. You no, I would ask her ahead of time, which I, which I had with every woman I've been with when I was like an adult adult, especially in some of the, the spaces we move in, just, you know, just in general, always let me know if there's, there's something that I should know going into, especially a type of work environment or something like that. Right. But I've definitely peeped some times where I'm like, she didn't tell me. Right. I could feel it. Yeah. Y'all have amazing chemistry. You should probably fuck tonight. <laughs> y'all have better chemistry. If he you likes your face already, up way more than yeah, I do when and, I walk in the and room. And if y'all didn't fuck yet, y'all y'all are going to. Word. Yeah. Yeah, I know what you mean. But no, I'm not I'm not too prideful to ask that. It's just more of a you gotta let me know. Yeah, I don't I don't I try not to ever ask a woman like specifically who she's been with or but it is certain times where you just know it's an energy. It's a certain type of chemistry with her and certain guys, and you just like, yo, like, I ain't, you know, your past is your past. It's, you know, but it's like, how well do y'all know each other? Because y'all seem to be like on the, y'all finish each other's sentences, and <laughs> he knows your favorite drink, and, you know what I mean? It's like, I just need to know, like, what's going on? What, all right, let me ask you this. Yeah. And we like, can wrap. What hurts more? If you know, if you know Shorty has been with this dude, but you're cool with it. Like, it is what it is. You all end up in the same party, the same room, whatever. Y'all moving around. You're not threatened. You don't care. Mm-hmm. She sees him, and her face lights up a, a little bit, and they have a good rapport and a good hug. Or are you more upset if she's standoffish and mad that he's in the room? Oh. 
if she's the obvious <laughs> answer, I don't think is the the right one. No, if she's standoffish and mad, that's there's still a certain he's still tapped into her emotionally somewhere. I'm yeah. way more upset yeah. if she's upset that and, he's in the room. Yeah, yeah. Then I, you and, still fucking care. Yeah, yeah. You still care about him, and then I gotta, I gotta, I gotta pop on this nigga now. Now I gotta go across his head with a bottle. Like that's just how I feel. Don't ruin my night because you still got feelings for this guy. Yeah, you like, mad that he here? Yeah, like and why? <laughs> please, like, please have your face light up and hug him and, and pretend to be friends. Right. Yeah, but it's but hold on because that's a that's a two way street because now what if her face lights up whenever she sees this guy and he hugs her? But what if it's the type of hug where he picks her up and like spins her around? Like, nah. Mm-mm. Can we get into reality? Can we get back to reality? <laughs> Can we get back to reality? That's does fighting. Happen. That happens. Does Where happen. does that happen? Come on, son. The nigga definitely lifts your shorty up off her feet and like spun her around and like, no, oh my God, it's been thing, so dis- thing, I haven't seen you in so long. There's one thing I have not, there's one thing I have not done Yo, on niggas this podcast. Lift your girl I do not lie been. about shit. I've been vulnerable <laughs> about things that make me look crazy all the time on this podcast. So you should know I'm being dead ass. If a girl, if a dude pick my girl up yeah. and spin her at a party, no, I'm picking him up and we're spinning around at that party. You gotta be out of your fucking mind. Yeah, by the time he spin around, I'm standing right there like your fam. <laughs> on the spin around, when he turn back around, I'm right there on him like yo, my man. Let me talk to you outside real quick. Mink. Yeah, nah, for sure. I'm with you. No, I'm popping while he's in her arms. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he gotta lift both of us up now. <laughs> now we Let's all see spinning how around. You are, dude. Yeah, yeah. Now we all spinning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nah, that's a fact. I'm with we you. We gonna on put that. her right in the parentheses. She's gonna be in PEMDAS. She gonna get trained by two guys again. I'm with you on that. I'm with you on that. You can't let a nigga pick your girl. That does not happen. Y'all are lying to me. It happens. It happens, yo. I've, I've seen, seen it. Marriage, you been picked up before in front of your man? She might. First of all, men don't even pick. Don't that to me in public but okay. what I'm saying is it might be a new relationship so he might not know that you're her boyfriend or that y'all are even involved well he know now if it's a group of y'all wait but hold up don't do that because to pick up a woman in the hugging type of thing mm-hmm. it's a 90-10 thing it takes 90 of you and 10 of her to accept the pickup yeah so don't do that. If like it's some right. Re- she knows that I'm there. You, you look crazy if you stop them from hugging. Like oh, like then you look crazy. Then it looks obvious. Oh, what if she give him like the two hands? Like stop. Like if she give him the stop with the two hands on his chest, like he go to pick up. He like come on. You know this was your favorite when I used to spin you around. Wow. And you sitting right there sipping your Casamigos. Rory, is the bottle me. next to me? Yeah, but call is me. the so bottle next to me? Call me. Is I'm a, the bottle next yes, to me? Yes, but call me. I'm going to come spin the block with you. <laughs> I'm going to come spin the block with you. Don't even worry about it. Just call me, so I got you. You spin my girl, I'm spinning the block. <laughs> That's some funny shit, man. I st- again, I still don't believe you, but it's cool. No, it happens. I've, I've seen it before. It happens, for sure. Not in front of their man. Yeah. Does he have nuts? I, I don't know. I've I'm never not seen him. He didn't react afterwards, but you can't say it. It probably doesn't go. <coughs> yeah, because okay. he I'm might not know. I'm dragging. He it. I'm might sorry. not. He might not know. Homie might not know that you you there with your man or you dating somebody. Like I said, it's a ninety ten thing. Hug, she got to go with it. With the the hug with the booty grab. Oh, nah, see, see, see. See, 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 see. The booty grab? The, nah, if you grab my girl's ass now, the, the whole, the entire spot gets shut down now. <laughs> like, everybody's fighting. Like, we're, I'm fighting everybody. Like, you know what I'm saying? Who invited me here? I'm fighting him. I'm invi- I'm fighting the waiter. I'm, inv- I'm, fighting, I'm fighting everybody. Everybody has to fight. <sighs> Don't grab my girl's ass. You can't do that. You gotta know you can't do that. This is giving me anxiety. Don't worry about Just it. We're gonna get you off this topic. Um, <laughs> yeah, but on to more... Uh, other news, sad news, unfortunately, very, very, man. Very, uh, very, very. We sad lost a, a staple in our culture, a staple in New York City culture. Hell yeah. Uh, Michael K. Williams uh, passed away. 
this week. Um, sad, tragic news to receive. It definitely uh, caught us all by surprise. I, I opened my phone and I saw that. I, I couldn't believe what I was reading. Yeah. Um, and this was, uh, you know, if you never met Michael, uh, he was one of those guys that his energy, man, he was such a, a down-to-earth, humble, uh, a true, true hip-hop head uh his energy was just like he was just such a, a a pleasure to be around man if you were ever in the same room with him um he had this look if you you know if you never met him he had a look that may intimidate some but not but it but didn't match real, like like it didn't match sweetest human yeah being. like his his look didn't match his personality ever. like he was such a cool dude man and it you know it was so unfortunate to hear about his passing um i it's a, a small type of sentence that we say a lot but you could you could catch michael in any spot and i mean anywhere like i mean anywhere you could be at like some crazy dive bar in the lower east side yeah. and you'd be like is that yeah is that michael k williams yeah because he was just that such of a down-to-earth like new yorker i'm not even gonna say with new york because i've seen him out in some dive bars in other cities yeah like, wait hold on is that michael yeah. yo what up like yeah. what are you doing here no he was his, he was his always like he was just wanted to be himself and be around shit that was authentic to him yeah. not what an actor is stereotypically supposed to be. Yeah, he around. wasn't. He wasn't. He wasn't the uh, the stereotypical actor. Uh, he didn't. You know, he was. He was still one of the one of the homeboys. You know, what I mean, even if you didn't know him, if you met him one time, you felt like you knew him for forever. He had this infectious energy. Uh, you know, he, he was just. He loved people. He loved having real conversations with people. Even if you were a complete stranger, his first time meeting you, he he would have a real conversation with you. Remember the first time we met. I felt like this was my boy. This was oh, my homie. This was exactly the dude that I grew up on. Yeah, it was just like it was. It was crazy how just natural the conversation was. Um, and it's just so unfortunate, man, to, just to hear of his passing. And you know, it, it definitely was something that uh, caught me off guard, and it, it hurt me deeper than I thought it would. Honestly, like I didn't think that you know hearing about his passing would hurt me the way it did, but that really, really hurt me. Um, so prayers to his family, prayers to his f- friends, uh, colleagues. Uh, anyone that had the opportunity to meet him and you know got close to him, I know that it's a sad time and a, and a hard time for for everyone. But um, you know, let's 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 keep his his, his spirit alive. Let's yeah. let's greet each other with the same energy he greeted us with. Let's uh, let's love each other the same way he loved all of his friends and his family. Uh, you know, and let's let's have the same passion for the art. I think yeah. that's one thing that I take away from him. He had such a passion for hip hop and and house music and you know, uh, acting that he, he put his all into it. He gave it his all. He put all of his, his, his spirit and his energy into whatever he was doing. And I think that that's something that I'm, I I can take from, from coming into, you know, conversation with him is that he was just so passionate. And so if he was doing something, he was giving it all, you know what I mean? He yeah. was putting his all into that. And that's something that I think that, you know, we need to take from, from him and his passing and his legacy is that to give it a hundred percent, man, don't, don't, don't leave nothing on the table. Go hard, uh, love what you do, do what you love, and love one another while you're doing it. Yeah, what what really fucked me up on, what was that, on Saturday? No, Sunday. No, uh, Monday, I'm sorry. Monday. It was on yeah. Labor Day. Um, <coughs> I was thinking about the, the times that I'd been around him, and like you were saying, he'd be, it made you feel like you had known him forever yeah. the moment you got to know him. Mm-hmm. And it, it kind of felt like, that quality I love so much about him 
may have also been part of the reason of his passing. Like he had, when I say he had this certain sadness about him, I don't mean it in the way that you guys are probably thinking, but it's something I identify with. And that type of sadness makes you identify with any walk of life easily. Mm -hmm. Like you could find things in people easily just because your sadness makes you, I guess more introspective. I don't want to use that word again, but it just makes you find great qualities in people. Mm Mm-hmm. Because you felt so many shitty qualities before. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I that just kept racing in my head of like that why I loved him so much may have been why he was, you know, in this position that he was fighting for mm-hmm. his life that just it made me even more sad of why I loved him so much is may could have been that because he could identify, he could make you feel like he he could tap into you so easily because mm-hmm. he understood the human <clears throat> brain and the, he understood feeling so much. Yeah. He had felt so much mm-hmm. that he could find anybody and find what they felt and connect with them, mm-hmm. which is such a beautiful quality in somebody. But that's the catch 22 of having that quality. Mm-hmm. You fight with yourself over it mm-hmm. and if it, it fucking sucks. Yeah. It, that, you know, he, he was such, such a good dude. Real um, cool dude. Real, real cool dude. If you never had the, the pleasure of meeting him, man, trust me when I tell you just a solid, solid individual. Um, super down to earth. Um, <clears throat> like I said, you can find him in the most random of spots, mm-hmm. and you know, literally just hanging with people, hanging with his crew. You know, his his people that he loved. Yeah. So you know, again, prayers and condolences and rest in peace to Michael K. Williams. And and so you're saying how he took his craft. Like, <clears throat> we all know Omar was one of the greatest TV characters of, of all time. Without that that was said. That was said well before his Without passing. Doubt. Everybody knew that. Mm-hmm. What I don't think a lot of people do talk about, you know how taboo that role would have been to take, especially from somebody from East Flatbush? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be playing somebody gay. Right. And it's going to show up on camera. <clears throat> right. It's not just going to be said. We're going to show it. Mm-hmm. And for, for somebody that just speaks to Michael's character of... One, accepting people mm-hmm. and it not mattering. Right. And two, how seriously he took his, his craft. Right. If we're going to do this, we're going to do, we're gonna do this. Right. Right. And at, at a time when The Wire came out, it wasn't the most progressive times. No. Absolutely. At all. No. He's not probably from the most progressive place. Mm-hmm. I'm sure that neighborhood <laughs> may have probably said some, just like, come on, man. Oh, like, for sure. Doing, for sure. So, so ahead of his time in that representing that community. Mm-hmm. Showing how masculine that community can be, mm-hmm. and not giving a fuck what who, who you grew up with thinks. Right, like right. that. Outside of Omar, the character, that part I just think spoke so much to who Michael was as a person, not Omar. Selflessness, like yeah, yeah man. I don't give a fuck. <clears throat> I know who I am. Right, and right. that community's fine with me. Absolutely, absolutely. But yeah, rest in peace, Michael K. Williams. Yeah, prayers to his family. Prayers um to his son. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not, I've, if he has other children, I, I really apologize. I was just aware of, of one son. Um, but yes, prayers to his family. Absolutely. But yeah, I didn't mean to get sad. No, I, I really, so I really, really, really liked Michael a lot. No, absolutely. That was, like I said, that was, that was tough to, to receive that news. And, uh, it's still tough to, you know, to have it like really sink in and, and, and come to terms with it, man. It's just, you know, it's unfortunate, really, really unfortunate. But, um, yeah. In other news, uh, what we got to look forward to this weekend? Are you doing? Uh, are you are you hitting any fashion week events? 
Absolutely <laughs> not. I think that Fashion Week should be uh, eliminated from New York. You don't I think, think we're that, fashionable anymore? Not that we're not fashionable. I think the city is just, it's, we just have so much shit going on on a regular day. We don't need more reasons for traffic. We don't need more reasons for gridlock. We don't need more reasons to have, not be able to find parking. Like, it's just like, enough is a fucking enough. Man. I just feel like Fashion Week is every other month. There's fashion Week in New York is every week. Every week is fashionable shit going on on the sidewalks. Like, People are dressed. They look good. Women look good. They look great. Like it's like we don't need a week designated to say, "Hey, we're gonna bring all of the designers in the world and have them showcase their new line." And it's like, all right, we but get I mean, it. Man. New York is to me the epitome of fashion. Like I feel like you can't do fashion and not say New York. I feel like everything. Oh no, for and sure. I'm, listen, look for how sure. I dress. I don't dress fashionable. So what the fuck? <laughs> no, want that's bad. You look great, man. What are you I still about? feel like. New York is fat. You got to do Fashion Week in New York. It all comes all right, from well, New just, York to me. All right, just, well, like maybe do the shit in Jersey and call it that. <laughs> or how <laughs> so about just like put everybody on a big ass cruise ship and then send that shit out to like the Hudson River somewhere and like have that shit there. I think I saw this in Dark Knight. Yeah, have that shit, have that shit, have that shit there, right? And then like when it's done, everybody can dock and then like leave. You want to know why Rihanna's funny to me? Why? For her post- Rihanna has, if you don't think she was done with music, she's now a party promoter. She posted a regular ass flyer on her IG that had the email to RSVP. <laughs> who has that email? I would love to see. The world I'm, has it now. <laughs> no, like no, who, who, who's controlling it? Like who's, who's answering the email? There's no way that is a functioning email anymore. No, not at all. And I want to know what, like what type of emails you think hit that inbox? Fam, come on. What do you think the, one, what do you think the ratio of dick pics were? Oh, they're in there. Oh, they're thousands, they're in, for thousands sure. and thousands for sure. But how many? Uh, let me tell you who my client is, who's nobody. Email came in there. Come on, fam. I, I don't, is that real? Like, oh yeah, it's right there. I, here's the thing: if Rihanna, private event, if Rihanna is planning a Met Gala after party and says don't plan one because she's doing one, I'm gonna plan one because. Y'all not getting in there. No, y'all not getting in there. <laughs> this is my perfect time to plan a party. Yeah, you can get your shit off right now, for sure. <laughs> Absolutely. All right. Fucking Gallapalooza. See y'all there. <laughs> See y'all at the Gallapalooza? Let's fucking do it, man. Fuck it. But no, I, I thought that was hysterical that she, she posted this with the RSVP email and the time. And it says private event. But, I mean... I had the email. I'll see if I can get us a plus one. Yeah, I'm sure they'll reply promptly. Yeah, I think they'll reply to our email. I think if we send an email and we try to get on the list, I think they'll I think they'll they'll respond to that. They'll get us in there. But have you ever looked at one of those like party email RSVP things? No. They're the funniest thing on planet Earth. No. The amount of things that the way people try to validate their client or themselves, mm-hmm. like fam, like yo, one one time like when Cuddy in 09, I took photos of them. Like, they'll break down their resume like you have would not believe to get into Just to get party. into this party, yeah. I'm not... Uh, see, I, you know me, Rory. I could care less about these type of events and these parties and shit like that. Like, I don't I don't try to go. I don't try to, you know, reach out to anybody to go. I just don't... It's just not something I'm into like that. So, I the mean, I'm pretty sure it's going to be great. I'm pretty sure everybody's going to look great. I'm sure Rihanna's going to look amazing. Um, but I, don't, I, I could see... I could open my Instagram and see what's going on. I just want to know what they... The only thing I care about the Met Gala is what they do inside because I think that's where they decide where our tax dollars go. I think like it's this real gala. Illuminati, eyes wide shut thing. I think there's weird orgies in there. I think 
the moment they all get in, all them <laughs> gowns and shit that, yeah, I think those are immediately gone and they're all in like the same knit suit. They mm. all have fucking weird things over their eyes and they're all doing rituals. Oh, so like a, a Kanye release party? Yes. Okay. I think I think gotcha. Kanye finally gave us what happens inside the Met Gala. Got you. Oh, okay. Yeah. Got it. I think they sacrifice uh, a rapper in there. Sac- sacrifice a 3,000 verse? Yeah, like check on Little Yachty after this. <laughs> <laughs> there's always, and I'm not saying Yachty's this, but there's always like a rapper that's hot and like we're like, damn, they got that, they got that Met Gala invite off like just that one single. Right. And then they, they disappear. Like how many of those artists? Were, like, do you think designer was sacrificed? I'm not saying his his physical body, but like his, his career, career. Do you think was like sacrificed at a Met Gala once? No. Okay. I don't think so. <laughs> I think for all their careers to continue on, they have to take someone hot at the moment and sacrifice. It's like oh, it's like okay. when they drink the blood of unicorns to stay young forever. Okay. Like gotcha. I think they got to sacrifice somebody's career at the Met Gala, and how they do it is they. They put this light out as young artists, like, all right, fuck, I get an invite to the Met Gala. Mm-hmm. I made it. No, you didn't, sir. We made it. We made and it. You're going to continue. <laughs> you're going to continue to suffer. You're going to be the reason why we continue. It's your like career, drinking the fucking your blood career of babies. Fucking, your career is fucking over after this. Yeah, there's a reason you're, you're confused why you Yeah, no, I'm cool on these type of parties, though. I, I, I get it. You know, everybody dresses up, looks great. But um, like I said, once you got Instagram, you open Instagram, you can see what's going on. You don't need to be there. All right. Wait, wait till we get invited and they try to sacrifice our podcast career. Have fun. Um, <laughs> yeah, so that's about it this week. And I'm not, I don't have any plans. I'll, uh, be, I'll be at Biggie's that night. <laughs> I'll be on Clinton. I still have never been there. I got to go. I got like to I, I gotta stop by there. I got to see how, how it is. Uh, I see a lot of people um, frequent that place a lot. Yeah. I got to check it out. I just like to see you the know, local. You know everyone. It's, it's, it's nice. Yeah, I got to check it out. Um, you can wear what you want. You don't have to wear a gown. My, my type of shit. Uh, any plans this weekend? No, I don't think so. Yeah, I don't think so at all. Yeah, nah, no plans. Uh, NFL season is back. I don't know if you into uh fantasy football. I am, but I I was kicked out of every league the past two years, so oh, I gotta find new friends. Yeah, I think I'm. I think I'm gonna try to follow uh the <laughs> NFL again. I started a little bit the last two years, maybe. Look at how you, look at how you turned your back on Cap so easy. I mean, Cap, he signed a deal. What you want me to do? Like, I was riding with him as long as he... So ride for the cause. Yeah, but I mean, the cause is kind of like, you know, he took a check. Fuck it. You know what I mean? It is what it is. Still, still, still a huge Cap fan, but I'm going to try to get back into football. Uh, go Buccaneers, go Brady. That's all I know. I'm still a Brady fan, so... All right. It is what it is. Uh, Baby yeah, Keem album tomorrow? Yeah, Baby Keem. Uh, Ari's uh, new single, Pressure. Or single, yeah. I had a chance to hear it uh, when I was in Atlanta. Uh, JD played it for me. Uh, real dope. I like it. I like it. Sounds, sounds really, really good. Album is really, really good. Uh, now we have uh, Summer Walker's album is the one we're looking forward to now, right? But I think we're going to get Ari and Summer. Around the same time? I hope so. Is there beef festering? Of course not. They love each other. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to start some bullshit. <laughs> um, yeah, so I'm looking forward to uh, Ari's single pressure. I loved it. Uh, I'm looking forward to Summer's album. I think her album is, is you know, people are going to love it. It's, it's, from what I heard, it's, again, easily one of the best R&B albums in the last however many years um yeah man but no plans this weekend uh 20th anniversary of 9-11 yeah sort of I watched a documentary on on Netflix about it the documentary was fucking crazy 20 years that's that's fucking crazy did you watch clickbait (coughs) I'm gonna start it uh, this weekend that's actually my weekend plans yeah I watched I watched the first five episodes that shit is fire yeah I watched Vincent Chase is in it right 
Yeah, I watched the first five episodes. Really good. Good to see Vince. Vince is back on really the good. big screen. I watched. Uh, I finished Godfather Harlem, the second okay. season. Uh, great, great season. Uh, what else did I finish over the weekend? Um, I watched Worth, which had to do with 9-11. Uh, yeah. um, it was about the story of the lawyer that had to negotiate, if you will, all the settlements for everyone that lost a family member. Okay. In in the uh, the nine eleven attacks, it was interesting. Okay. It was interesting. Yo, you got to sit like, <clears throat> don't look for action. You got to sit and like like dialogue and like lawyer stuff. <laughs> Yo, the, the the older I get, you know, and watching that nine eleven doc, uh, it, it's crazy that we live through that. Like, and watching that shit in on the in the documentary, and. Remembering, you know, being awake and watching the news and watching all that shit happen and then watching the whole city was just like the uptown was a dead zone. There were no cops. There was nothing. Everything was closed. All stores were shut down. And it's just crazy to see that again, like all the footage and know that you lived through that to see those buildings fall and to see, you know, the aftermath and the, the mm-hmm. cleanup and the, and every, you know, the workers down there trying to sort through all of that rubble and, and debris and all of that trying to find human remains and it, it's just crazy to watch that shit and realize like this this wasn't a movie this was something that happened right down the block from here you know what I'm saying like crazy. yeah it's like it's fucking insane but you know um, if you get a chance to watch it again you know watch the, the document 9-11 uh, like you said the 20 year anniversary it's, it's hard to even fathom watching it I don't even like Holy calling shit. it an anniversary this, because this it's not happened. something you want to celebrate yeah but it's you know it happened uh, so prayers to the families that were affected by that prayers to everyone that was affected by that yeah um, all in New York City, Tri-State. New York City, Tri-State, any, anybody like, around the, the country, world, because there was, was other events in DC, the Pentagon, and the, the crash in Pennsylvania. So it, it was other pieces pieces of the world that were affected by that as well. But um, yeah, if you get a chance, watch that. Um, and yeah, make sure you watch Clickbait because I, I like. Yeah, it. I'm gonna no, talk about it next week. We start it this weekend, especially Vincent chasing it. I'm cool. All right, man. I'm gonna go and take fill myself up with some black seed oil and a whole bunch of other herbs and and shit over the weekend, man. And try to get right please cut these fucking acs off the summer is over the summer was fucking terrible i'm on record saying this the summer was trash i don't give a fuck what anybody else thinks the summer was terrible it might have been worse than the quarantine summer this was this summer <laughs> was fucking terrible but was, i don't care fall's here my favorite season so yeah fall's we'll get, here we'll turn those fucking acs off all these restaurants turn the ac off you're killing me i fucking hate it and now i gotta go fucking doctor myself back to 100 percent. but we'll be back next week that's the ginger beard man i'm all Y'all be safe.